Hi. Sorry about this week. Yeah, it wasn't my plan. But do I really look like a guy with a plan? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well. Hey, uh, anybody ever try to get a refi when you have your own company? <laughs> yeah. They they give you the slow no. Let me put it that way. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's it's been a week. Uh, always has been. Always will be. You you doing okay? You all right? You feeling good? You feeling like you're? Uh, are you feeling like you want to go back to school, or you're okay avoiding the the school? I, I'm you know. And here's here's the weird part for me. Uh, you know, everybody's gonna do what they want to do. I, I'm not trying to convince you otherwise. But man, like you know, when there wasn't a pandemic. Kids brought home like the craziest shit. I was so sick for so many years because of, it's like I was in preschool. No, no, I wasn't in preschool. I had children in preschool. Yeah. Well, whatever, whatever's in preschool comes home. And you know, whatever's in elementary school comes home. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I I don't know why I we just keep hearing like people are protesting because I guess they think the teachers are slaves or something or they they owe them something. I don't know. I don't I don't understand it because I feel like teachers don't want to get sick. Teachers have a right to protect themselves, don't they? <laughs> I mean, I keep hearing like you work for us. Well, no, they're working for them right? That's the career they chose. It's like when I walk into a, I don't know, a, a Gemco or a price club and, and, and I say, you work for me. Well, it's not true. So I don't, I don't understand that argument and I see it. Uh, I, I love this one too. Okay. Here you go. Teachers are cowards. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. Uh, yeah, I just see the signs on the road from the rich entitled folk who uh, are writing them, you know, or having someone probably write them for them, and then they go stand on a on a corner for a photo op because around these parts they all look pretty made up, you know what I mean? They all look pretty dolled up, yeah, guys and gals. Anyhow, I don't know. It's just again, it's it's the it's where we live. Hey, remember that time your president said. I'm not going to, I'm not going to admit to a peaceful transition. <laughs> if I not admit to, that's not the right word. I'm not going to commit <laughs> to a peaceful transition. If I lose Jesus, mother of Christ, you know, this guy, well, anyway, I said, I wasn't going to talk about him. I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 there was something I wanted to talk about and now I'm, I'm second guessing it because there's somebody listening right now and they're panicking. Um, and I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to go into details anyway. So it's probably not that interesting for you, but you know, I just, here's, let me just say this <laughs> real quick, uh, because someone, um, quote unquote called me out earlier this, this week or last, last I think it was last week. It was last week. And, uh, nothing against them. I mean, everything's fine. I'm not, you know, I'm not upset about it and I don't think they are either. Um, 
but it was basically this. I just, I thought about this a lot and I just quite frankly didn't agree with it one bit, but it was, you know, if I'm saying something about someone on the show who I don't like, and that's happened, that's totally happened. That little special snowflake I used to work with, that little fella. Yeah. The one that, uh, I, I, it was literally, forget this. It was literally put in my professional annual review multiple times on more than one occasion that part of my job was to keep this little fella happy. Because if this little fella became unhappy because he was such a, a j- just a jerk off, then my job was going to get harder, quote unquote, more difficult. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> right? If, if, if I wasn't keeping him happy, like making sure that he was okay on a daily basis while also generating revenue, keeping us relevant, doing things like that at the job I was at. Do you think you know what it is? Mm. Then my, then my life would become more difficult. Huh? That's weird. So that's the kind of shit I had to put up with. So if I say something about this little fella, that's because I don't like him. (laughs) I don't care for his brand of assholery quite frankly. Uh, and, and you might say, well, it doesn't sound like he was telling you to make him happy. It sounds like your boss was. Yeah. Well, okay. Very true. However, um, when little fella would get upset, he'd go run into boss man. And that's when boss man would tell me things. Oh, and by the way, they were best friends. Anyhow. So someone said to me, like, if you're saying things about him, it sounds, it stands to reason that you're probably saying things about everybody else, you know, and, and they were alluding to like friends that I have maybe worked with in the past. No, no, that's not true at all. The way it works is here's the way this show works. It's super simple. If you hear me say something, then I have in fact said that thing. I totally own that. If I don't, if you don't hear me say something, I haven't said something. Is is it, it's not hard to figure out, right? Like I'm, we're good. Okay. Just want to make sure we're clear in any case. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's been one of them weeks again. It's, it's always one of those weeks. I don't know. It's, it, there's always like some grim, low hanging fog that's, that pops its head up every week. And that's what I'm getting like super tired of. Like, God damn it. What's going to happen next? The sun's going to explode. We don't need that. I hope that doesn't happen. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't know. It's But every week, you're so, it's something. It's something going on. I started feeling really, really crappy yesterday. Really crappy. And I was on a walk. Uh, I had my mask. Yes, don't worry. I was on a walk. And cause I didn't want to do the Peloton cause my, oh my God, my back was, I woke up yesterday morning and I had felt like someone had hit me in my back with a baseball bat repeatedly. That's what it felt like when I woke up, when I got out of bed, I was like, oh no, oh no, this not good. And it felt like I had been protecting somebody like it, it kind of felt like somebody was getting hit with a baseball bat. And I said, no, I have to protect that person. So I, I jumped in front of the baseball bat and that person I jumped in between and I started taking the blows with the baseball bat to the back. 
That's what it felt like when I woke up. I, I assumed, now I can't really see my back unless I look in a mirror. And that's just a weird thing to do anyway, because like the angles are weird and you got to turn funny and there's things that appear when you, oh, it's just gross. So I don't typically look at my back, but I, the way it felt, I assumed there was, it was one giant bruise is what it felt like. I don't know if I'm illustrating that appropriately, but that's what it felt like. I don't know. So I was like, well, I can't do the Peloton today. So, uh, you know, whatever. I did it Monday, Tuesday, skipped Wednesday, went for a walk. And as I'm on the walk, I'm like, I started feeling like fluey. You know, fluey. Is that, is that a thing? It's a thing. If I say fluey, you know what it is. <sighs> Want to refi your mortgage? You can't. Well, it's because COVID made, COVID ruined mortgages. Did you know that? COVID ruined mortgages. Well, because of COVID, we're a lot stricter. Okay, I get it. I mean, look, not for nothing, but Brenzor, the company that we own, uh, is, is doing good, largely in part to the clients my wife has taken on. And by the way, uh, if you don't know, it's Brenzor.com. It's a marketing consultancy. You, It was kind of founded on the premise of helping game companies do marketing. Yeah, well, pff, that's done. Um, we've uh, expanded that pretty heavily uh, outside of gaming, mind you. So uh, if anybody wants a really good vegan cookie, and I mean, I mean like a good cookie, like a, a sweet, chocolatey, delectable morsel cookie kind of cookie. Maya's cookies. All right. Free plug. How about that? Maya's cookies. They, they're online. M-A-Y-A-S cookies. Uh, probably.com, I guess. I don't know. Um, if you're a vegan and you really want a good cookie, holy mother of God, they're delicious. So, you know, anyway, uh, they're a client. Just saying. Um, yeah, so we've broken out of that and which is great because it's it's a lot more lucrative outside of gaming, which is nice. But, you know, we still want to help game companies, but, you know, game companies. Anyhow. We, we do, I do social media. Isn't that enough? No, it's not enough when you're really talking about marketing. Anyway, uh, so I went on this walk and I felt fluey. And it was like, ha I do about three miles when I do this one particular route. And about halfway, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I feel like I felt sore and I felt just, I was, you know, sweaty. But that was because it was kind of hot because we're living on the surface of the sun these days. But I just felt bad. I just felt like feeling bad. And I was like, oh, no. Like, what did I do in the last two to nine days that could protect? Because, you know, you know what almost feels like the flu it's just like it, but it's not. Yeah. So I started feeling like shit. And then I thought about Mike Pascal and I was like, do I send him a note? Do I ask? Or do I just, I don't know, ride this shit out? And I thought, you know what? Okay. I slept horribly. I woke up. My back was killing me. I'm sore everywhere. Maybe there's got to be a relationship there. So, I mean, I got home and I, I you know, I self-medicated. I took some pills over the Advil. Right. And then I just kind of, you know, I drink a bunch of water, which is normal anyway. I drink like two gallons a day. And then I just kind of, you know, I'm like, 
all right, just wait it out and see what happens. You know, and and it, and it went away, so that's good. But holy crap, aren't we living in the place now where you go, you get like a, you sneeze and you go, oh no, <laughs> right? Or you wake up and you're not a hundred percent. Oh no, doesn't it? Don't you feel that way? I do. Jesus scares the crap out of me. I don't like it. Because I'm, I'm thinking like, well, how am I going to, what are we going to do? I mean, I, I, well, let's just say I had it or somebody else had it. We lock ourselves in a room, I guess, right? That's all we can do. I don't know. I guess. Sorry. Sorry, house people I live with, aka family. I can't see you for 14 days. That's weird. Well, I don't know. It is what it is. <sighs> Anyhow. Yeah, we're coming up on the holidays. Can we just make something good of this whole thing? Can we just, can we have the holidays this year? Can we? So here's what we're doing. We're skipping Halloween. Yeah, we're skipping it. Don't judge. We're skipping Halloween. Uh, Made the decision a few weeks ago. And uh, quite frankly, we talked to the kids about it. We said, here's what we're thinking about doing. Because every, look, we live in a neighborhood that goes bananas at Halloween. It goes crazy. I mean, people bus in, which I always thought that was weird, but I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. It, I guess it adds to the enjoyment. You know, we'd go out and there would be, you know, hundreds of people in our neighborhood, which is not big. Hundreds of people. Hundreds and hundreds. Maybe thousands. I don't know. Maybe millions. Uh, feels like it. And, you know, and we walk around and like, you're never alone. There's a, there's a constant stream everywhere. There's never a house you go to where you can walk up to the door. It's like it's you walk up to the house, you wait in line. <laughs> That's what it is. The doors don't really shut around here. It's just people constantly there handing stuff out like conveyor belt style. Anyway, that's what we normally do this year. We're taking a hard pass. We're not going to do it. And I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in the neighborhood. I don't really care. I mean, we're just going to shut the light off and that's going to be it. However, we told the we we told the kids is what we're thinking, you know. What are your thoughts? Because we we like to include them in things, you know. Oddly enough, they're humans; they have opinions. Yeah, sometimes we don't uh, take their advice, and uh, sometimes we do. And you know, this time we wanted to hear what they had to say. Both of them, right out of the gate, no problem. We agree. Uh, it's not the right thing to not the right time for us this year. We're like, holy shit! Okay, great. <laughs> This is great. That was all it took. So we're, uh, we're going to do something fun inside just us, you know, uh, uh, that right now I hear like making a scary movies on the table. Uh, we'll probably do some sort of scavenger hunt for a candy and, uh, maybe some, I don't know. I don't know. Probably, uh, one of them wanted to make macaroni and cheese with blood. <laughs> uh, also fingers. He wanted to put fingers in it. All right, I'm just saying it's Halloween. We have one dark one. One's a little dark. Just saying, in terms of his uh, personality, he goes to dark places. <laughs> Can we have mac and cheese with blood? Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't know. I'm not going to eat it. Go for it. So we're going to do something fun here, and um, oh, that's it. But then come like you know Thanksgiving. You know, I don't know. It's, you know, we don't, we never do a big blowout, but 
you know, it's going to be a little bit different based on some of the things we normally do every year. And then Christmas, I don't know, just going to, hey, I got a feeling it's going to be a mellow year. But that's fine because I'm ready to decorate for, we are, we decorated for Halloween three weeks ago, I think, maybe four. It was, no, beginning of the month, three weeks, going on four. Uh, we, September 1st, Halloween decorations were up because why not? Who cares? F you. You don't like it? Don't come in. Don't come in anyway, even if you do like it. Uh, also, uh, our Christmas stuff goes up November 1st. Ha- literally, Halloween goes down. Christmas goes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you say, but you're skipping over Thanksgiving. Yeah, right over it. I'm going to kick it while, not only that, I'm going to kick it while it's down. That's right. Well, it tripped and it's on its, it's on its tummy rolling around. I'm going to kick it in the belly. That's what I'm going to do and say, Christmas is here. Suck it. That's just how we do it. And you know why we do it that way? Uh, it takes like three days to decorate for Christmas. It's like three days. And I'm saying that because that's a long time. And uh, because it takes so long, I want to enjoy it. And so does everybody else that lives here. We want to enjoy it. There's four fucking Christmas trees that go up in this house, you know, and then all the, all the other stuff. And then the lights around every banister, there's lights everywhere, everywhere. And then all the Christmas village times three now, because it's grown so much over the years, we have three of them where it used to be like a little house and a light. Now it's, it's, it's three thriving communities for Christmas that live in our house is what it's come down to. So it takes like three days to do this. And, um, I don't know. I don't want it to go up. And then like two weeks later it comes down. It's a pain in the ass. So, um, yeah, we're doing that. I want to give a big thank you because the, the number grows and I, I'm always shocked and I shouldn't be, I guess, but I am. And I'm pleasantly surprised of people that support the show. A, that they can figure out how to do it. It's really simple. You just go to anchor, my anchor.com. Just go to my thing. (laughs) Just go to my page or whatever. And, you know, go to Facebook, the Brenzor's Dead Facebook page. You'll see the big anchor you know, thing you click on to go to a website, you'll see it there. And then it it says like, you know, support the show. I think it says support the show. Well, people do. And, uh, thank you for that. We have, uh, I'd like, you know, new people, people, not person, people supporting the show. Thank you. That's very helpful. I, you know who you are. I'm not going to call you. I'm not going to say you by name because I don't think there's not a little button that you can click that goes, say my name. So I'm not gonna, because I, I just, I'm not gonna, I don't think that's right. I just, you know who you are and thank you very much. It doesn't go unnoticed. So what we always tell the kids when they do something right, we go, Hey, you guys did something super awesome. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's great. Well, you don't want, you know, don't want to just tell you when you do something wrong. I want to tell you when you do something right. It doesn't go unnoticed. All right. Today on the show, I met a guy on the show for the first time. I met a guy on the show. Does that sound right? Yeah. Um, this is a guy that, you know, is, it's been around the, the periphery. He's been circling the drain. He's on the outside of the bowl. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of mutual friends and then, you know, we started talking and, uh, he said, well, why don't you come on the show? Let's just, let's just wrap on the show. Why are we going to wrap offline? Let's wrap online. 
And so we decided we would. And, you know, never, never spoke to this gentleman in my life. And uh, boy, for, uh, for the initial conversation, for the opening salvo, we hit it off just greatly, wonderfully. We hit it off superbly. You know, we talked about it. It was great. It was like two people meeting for the first time and, and hitting it off. It was fun. It's me and Mike Young on Brenzor's Dead. Good morning, Mike Young. Jason Brenner, how are you? <laughs> Doing okay. You know, uh, better better today than on Friday when uh, we had to reschedule because of me. Uh, that is, that you know, was... it's I'm willing to forgive this offense because only because I'm working from home and only because I have the availability to to flex, but only oh, for you, I... only for you. If it, if it had been anyone else, right? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just you know I, I woke up that day going, all right, here's here's my schedule. I got this going on. I got that going on, and then. And then that just went out the window and I had everything else going on. So, you know, it was, you know, I told you there was a school supply drop that I had to go, you know, uh, salvage and just a bunch of other stuff hit. So I was like, well, <laughs> something's got to give. No, no, no. Tr- so tr- trust me. For, thanks trust for accommodating. Me. It, it's, it's not a big deal. And honestly, as a former teacher myself and, and my wife's a teacher, uh, really, uh, your children's education should always be, you know, the foremost uh, of importance. So, no big deal. Well, at all. I, I I wish that were the case right now. <laughs> you know, I mean, I really do, man. I'm trying to, you know, well, we are trying to make it so, but I don't know, man. I just, you know, I, I just went and checked on them because, you know, they're doing the distance bit, and you know, it's. I feel so bad for them at this point because I want them to be in a class. I want them to go to school and, you know, do the, do the thing that's super important, which is like, understand how to be around people. <laughs> yes. they, they just yeah. can't do that. Well, I, I mean, in, in all honesty, I mean, I can, I can spout a bunch of educational theory to you, but, uh, you know, most, most students, especially younger students, are, my children, um, one of them is in elementary, um, you know, they, they really thrive in those environments where they can interact with their peers. Right. Um, not, not only do they learn to play school, not only do they learn to play nice with others, but there's also a lot of unintentional peer modeling so that they just kind of learn behaviors and, and th- there's important factors of socialization and, and, uh, sure. you can talk about how their methods of learning, uh, are probably, I mean, it's realistically, they're probably going to learn better in a classroom environment, but, mm-hmm. um, we're in a situation where, you know, that, that kind of stuff can be shelved temporarily, just knowing that uh, we can make it up on the tail end. And that's, you know, our, our head is exactly right there. We're like, well, okay, it's for us, it's third grade. And I go, well, all right, what, what, what are they going to, you know, what are they going to learn? You know, what are they going to miss out on? You know, what are they not going to pick up on as good as they would if they were in class? And I go, well, okay, it's, it's going to be a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you know, you know, but it, I, I, I look in there and I go, well, at least there's two of them in there because God, man, you know, if, if we had to put, cause you know, we had, and you know, I, I posted this last weekend where, you know, I, the, the kids were kind of sitting at this table or that table and just kind of strewn about in the house. Cause we didn't have a, a workstation for them set up 
you know, because we just didn't need one, quite frankly. Like they have, they always had room to do some homework or whatever, but I didn't think they needed a full fledged school station to, to be at during the day. And then that finally happened. But now, you know, they're, they're in their, you know, in the back room, they got the door shut and I just go, God, if he was by himself or one of them were by themselves, rather, I, I, that would bum me out, you know, just sitting in that room, looking at a computer screen. It's, it's like, you're taking a, some sort of, you know, isolated test all day long or something like that. I, you know, I don't know the whole thing. Just, yes. bum, it, it bums me out <laughs> from, for, no, for it, them it, and every other kid that's going through this. No, no, for sure. For sure. And, and, and I'm right there with you. Um, you know, uh, my wife teaches, she was forced to teach at, uh, she was forced to return to teaching, um, here in Florida and, uh, Grayson, um, is entering kindergarten and she, she feels the same way. She's like, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm, she didn't want to, she wanted him to go to, to participate in class and she knows the instructor she used to teach kindergarten, but, uh, she, uh, just really want to make sure that he didn't miss out on some of those opportunities um, the classroom size, we're in, we're in a rural part of, well, kind of a suburban rural edge of, uh, of Florida. So our, you know, the classroom size is like, I think less than 16 students total, which is pretty good. Oh, wow. And, uh, and mean, under normal conditions or now, excuse me, you, do you mean under normal conditions or where's that now? That's now because about 40% okay. of the school is doing remote or distance learning. Um, so she said, okay, that's fine. But she, she feels bummed out for him because, you know, all those opportunities that you would normally have field trips, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. social activities, like we signed them up for him to do, uh, some sports. Of course, that's all thrown out the window just because, uh, uh of this whole, uh, COVID nonsense. So, uh, be that as it may, we just, we just know that, um, it, we're giving it time, right? Yeah. We just, that's we, all you can do, right? I mean, I'm hoping that maybe this time next year or maybe, you know, in the spring or next summer and got it, it, it sounds really, really awful that I keep pushing that date back, but I'm hoping that life can get back to a little bit more normalcy, uh, you know, within a year. Sure. Well, you know, I've, I've, I've had this, you know, this topic comes up quite a bit, you know, oddly enough, cause everybody has, you know, their own kind of perspective on it quite yeah. frankly and and most are, are in line with what you just said um you know there's we keep pushing out the timeline you know but in in my in my opinion i think we're you know the first half of 2021 is going to look a lot like 2020 oh you know? for sure for yeah, sure i just i just think it's going to and you know that means like this entire school year is probably going to be in front of a computer screen and then hopefully you know by the time they go back for the following one I, I still think adjustments are going to have to be made. I don't think we're ever going to go back to like, hey, free for all. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if that's in the books. I, I'm just not sure. I, I, you know, in a way, I hope it is. But at the same time, you know, I was thinking about it. You know, people are, you know, using the term the new normal, this, this and that. You know, I thought, well, if if we do go back, uh, what's wrong with having some safety precautions layered on top of everybody's in school? you know, some additional safety because that'll prevent maybe like the flu. No, I, 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 I kid you not. Um, my, my wife, um, last year she taught kindergarten and, uh, it seemed like every month like clockwork, she was getting strep throat and she's out for two or three days. Oh, um, yeah, and, I mean, to the point where she's like, I just think I just need to get my tonsils removed. It'd be a little less painful. Yeah. But, uh, but, but the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, I think a lot of us exercise precautions when we go to, 
like if I were to go to Gen Con or if I were to go to Origins or something like that, you know, um, I'm not like a spin the handshake kind of guy. You know, I'll give you a nod or I'll give you a fist bump or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but I am dousing myself with with um, with hand sanitizer. Knock on wood, I've never got the uh, proverbial con crud. Um, and I, and I think it's just because um, I used to work in healthcare in some in some capacity, and I was I've always just worried about contagious disease and, and transmission. So um, yeah, I, I think if anything, maybe future generations will learn from this whole season that we're in and um and maybe take a little bit more precautions moving forward i mean at the bare minimum yeah i know we're talking about the new normal that's all right with me i'm not against the new normal (laughs) right (laughs) i mean new normal just means if we can do a little bit from column a and a little bit from column b i I think i'm all right with that too to be honest with you yeah you know that might mean some people wear masks some people don't but it's it's become sort of a accepted um, social event, you know, if, if you will, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't, you know, I don't know if anybody knows what the, you know, 12 months from now is really going to look like, but I do hope that there's, you know, Hey, let's, let's keep our distance. And, and you know what? It's funny. You mentioned the, the handshake thing. Let's just do away with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, th- this, I didn't say this, that for this years, whole man, thing, to be totally honest. It's, it's like an antiquated, uh, idea. Like I, I wasn't it like it is. to show that you had no weapons and that you were, a friend and stuff like that. Like, isn't yeah. that like the origins? <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, you know, it was to show that you didn't, you weren't holding. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm, 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 I, of course there's, there's, I, I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole about, uh, weapons carrying and, and license to carry and all this. Cause I, I don't care about that. But, uh, but really, I really haven't ran into a whole lot of, um, jackasses, uh, you know, out and about at, at least at social events that I'm going to. Whether it's a convention or it's a show or going to, you know, shopping. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And with concealed carry, what does it even matter? So I I know. And and my thing is like you know when I was same thing in regards to Gen Con or any other show for that matter, but specifically Gen Con because it's it's just so much. You know, <laughs> it's origins. You can you can slink away for a while. You can actually be on in the show. Uh, at Origins and not be around people for like a half hour if you choose to. It's it's yes. just that's the way it is. But Gen Con, not yeah, so no much. Way. No way. And, you know, I, I would, you know, before the trip, I'd arm myself. I'd go to the to the store and buy my travel sizes of Purell. And obviously when I was with Upper Deck or, or Play Fusion, you know, it was like, well, here's the the con list. You ha- we have to have Purell at every counter, every table, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that was something that we brought into the mix. It wasn't like they just said, you know, we're going to do it. I, I, my suggestion was, was like, we need to like stay healthy because at the, at the time when we started going back to Gen Con, they weren't intimately familiar. The new, the new guard that was over there at the time wasn't intimately familiar with Gen Con. So I kind of had to set the table for what we need <laughs> because when you're like everybody wants to shake hands and touch, you know, uh, yeah. and, yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I would, you know, my hands would be raw and all that from the Purell, but I'm like, better that than the alternative. And I never really got the con crud either, to be totally honest with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. I mean, probably, it, it, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I would say probably for that reason alone, it's just, you know, you, you take these extra precautions. And I think, you know, that should kind of be the trend moving forward, generally speaking, in our population. <laughs> You know, everybody well, should have I, a little know, sanitizer with them. It's it's weird. I mean, we I've I've always carried it in my bag. I've always had it in my car. 
um, you know, uh, our boys on their backpack, my daughter on her backpack, they all have just a little swap of this. That's before COVID. And it's just yeah. like, hey, look, I mean, you know, I, you don't know where someone's been. You don't know what they've done. And, and I'm not saying that they're doing gross, nasty things, but they could touch a surface. Like I, 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 got, a, I got a GI bug. My wife, uh, it, we go back a couple Black Fridays ago, my wife wanted to see some Twilight movie. Uh, and I and I would was able to hold off on most of them, but she like it's Black Friday. Let's go to this the theater. Uh, okay, well, someone there uh, went out Black Friday shopping was sick because I had the worst uh, GI bug in my life. Like oh, uh, you know, a day later, you right. know, it's someone. So, I mean, it's because I, I didn't um, you know I didn't think about cleaning my hands after opening the theater doors. I don't know what. Right. So. Oh yeah, yeah. man. I when, when my. <laughs> One of my kids was little. We took him somewhere. I, I don't remember. It was like a restaurant or something. And, you know, I mean, maybe he was three or something. And, you know, we're sitting there. We're, we're just about ready to eat lunch or something. And I look over and he's like licking the window. And I was like, <laughs> well, here we go. And sure enough, it was about... I don't know, 10 hours later, you know, it's fever. Oh, good grief. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> that's the end of that. And, and, you know, we teach them, you know, we, we, we try to, to tell them, you know, this is what you got to do. And this is how, you, you know, you stay safe and you don't do anything. And, you know, the licking the window was a good lesson, I think. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, same, same with our kids. So I'm, I mean, what do you think about movie theaters at this point, man? Are they open where you are now? Uh, well, let me let me tell you. Uh, our, our governor is a little bit of a moron. I mean, he he. Um, DeSantos. DeSantis. DeSantos. I don't know what it's like. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I mean, the guy he, is. He is a dumbass. He um he he, he makes mean, national news quite a bit. Uh, well, that doesn't surprise me. Um, Not in the good way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yes, th- theaters are open. Restaurants have been open. Um, um, I have, I don't have a lot of interest in, in going out to see a theater. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of liking the fact that I can hang out on my jam jams. I can, I can pop some, you know, corn, get a beer. Uh, and even if I rent the $30 Mulan, which we haven't, we, we may, but uh, that's still cheaper than my wife and I going out or the family and I going out without um, question. Yeah. We can pause it. Uh, someone needs to go to the, uh, take a pee break or something, Sure, uh, and we can watch it a second time the next day. It, yeah, I, there's there's going to be very few films that I feel like I need to be in the theater to see them, and that, that's well, like with like the IMAX specials. You know what I mean? And, well, and, yeah, totally. I, I mean, and, and quite honestly, I, I've been saying, and I, I don't think I'm a, a special snowflake in this regard, but I've been saying for years, about five years now. You know, since on demand became you know pretty widely. Um, uh, usable, you know, at home. And like, there was really no, there, not a lot of barriers of entry for that kind of thing. And I thought, you know, I mean, why the heck, other than the obvious reasons of financial for movie studios, but just like start releasing things on demand, even like a yeah. week after they're in the theater, you know, if not the day I would prefer the day of, because man, I would love to be sitting at home watching Black Widow or the latest Marvel movie. I, you know, I, I paid for a decent home theater. So that, uh, that isn't lost on me to have the the big theater experience. And I, I know a lot of other people are in that exact same position, so I don't think it's lost on them. So just start doing it so we can watch it from our homes. And, you know, I'll, I'll pay 
20 bucks or something like that, whatever it is to rent it. I think I, I know Mulan's 30 now, but like most of the releases that came out on demand have been 20. Yeah. And you're yeah. right. It's so, uh, so we go, for example, when we used to go to the movie theater <laughs> back in the day, uh, yeah, when it was safe, my time, right? Uh, like for example, when we saw any of the, like either end game or, or whatever, um, infinity war. It would be the four of us and we would go, there's a theater we would go to, um, that had, it was kind of a mix of the, you know, well, it was like the, the, you know, reserve seating obviously, and it had the recliners and, and this and that, but it didn't have the full dinner experience, that kind of thing, you know? So it was, mm-hmm. it was kind of like a halfway luxury cinema. And yeah. we would take, when we, when we would take the kids, we would go there um, when it was just my wife and I, we'd, we'd go to the actual luxury one where you can order the steak mm-hmm. and, you know, wine and, and, and they'd bring it to the, to the seats and all that for you. But when we would take the kids, it was like, all right, go there. We would, you know, pick our seats, do our bit. They would love it because it's the recliners and it would be uh, about 15 bucks for them each. So that's 30 and about 25 for my wife and I, and keep in mind, when we would go to the movies uh, for Endgame specifically, and I think actually Infinity War as well, um, we chose, I kid you not, there was a 7.30 a.m. showing. We're wow. Like, That's the one we're going to. Holy because, hell. Right? <laughs> right? So, and we were still paying those. And the only reason I point that out is there's no like early matinee price anymore. Like that was just, that's gone. Like that doesn't exist, at least in California or San Diego rather. And so we would end up paying about a hundred bucks when it was all said and done with, you know, popcorn and whatever drinks and blah, blah, blah. It would, it would put a big chunk in a hundred dollar bill, you know, for the four of us to sit there for a few hours. And then of course it's like, I got to pee. Okay. Well, let's, let's miss some movie and we'll, you know, do the thing like you said. So. I, I wish we would just move away from having to go to the movie theater experience and then, you know, have that choice, you know, and they're going to, obviously they're going to lose out on ticket sales. So I don't think that's a reality, but who knows now, who knows? Well, you know, I, I, I think I, I, we've seen like theater chains react to, um, you know, attempts to doing, uh, like, uh, d- direct video. Like I, I, re- I recall, I think like, AMC or something like that. It's like, we're going to boycott all Warner brother films or whatever. I don't even know who it was. I think it was Warner. Uh, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to showcase theirs. We're not going to run them. Uh, but really like it, it's got to be a very gross relationship, like uh, symbiotic. Like they, they rely on ticket sales and hype, but they also, uh, but the theaters also need, you know, movies coming to them. So right. we're, we're in a, we're in a force change. And I, and I imagine we're going to see some, major changes in media especially in film you know we, we already have like you know quality films coming to netflix and True. And, and stuff like that so I, I imagine it's it's an evolution um i just don't know what's going to happen to those to those places between here and now i i, have yeah, no I don't know I, I i don't know either and i was i was telling somebody a couple months ago um we have we live, you know, about we're we're about one mile away from a new shopping center that went up here in in San Diego, mm-hmm. and it's got like nice restaurants. It has a sushi place we enjoy and all that. And we, you know, we go there. Used to everything is now like you know, there's an asterisk by it. like we used to go there. <laughs> yes, regularly. Um, we have done takeout from there a few times to try to you know help keep them in business, but man, it's it's not the same. But 
they're, you know, they opened a luxury cinema. One of these ones that I was talking about that has like that full, like when you go, like it's going to cost you, you know, for you and one other person, it's probably going to be a hundred bucks. You know, if you go the full Monty and have, you know, the food and like, you know, when my yeah, wife your, and I would join these friends. things, you know, I, we would get a bottle of wine. We would have, you know, whatever food we got and then enjoy the movie. It would be 80 bucks, you know, 80, 90, but whatever it is. I don't know. But we knew that that's what the experience and whatever. Yes. So one of these places, I feel so bad for these guys. They opened in March. Oh, like, my gosh. I think it was like March 3rd. The doors opened or maybe even like later than that. Wow. Because I, I, I think they were open for like a week. And uh, I mean, then like everything shut down. So it's still there and like the lights are on because <laughs> we drive by it every now and then. And it's like, well, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Like what? places like that, it, it makes me sad. And there's a lot of obviously other businesses that are hurting as well. But I'm just cur- more, this is just my curiosity. Like that place opened at the absolute wrong time. And now what's going to happen? I'm, I'm just and generally speaking, as movies go, I I wonder how it's going to go down. I think you're right. We are in a a period of change, and I think there is a lot of reasons to just watch Netflix as opposed to maybe going and seeing whatever is in the theater because it is quality that we're seeing, uh, you know, on our televisions, which is great. It's great for the viewer, right? No, I mean this this is I mean we're we're an age where we're especially like. Um, we, we we watch a ton of shows. We watch a ton of TV. That uh, you're you're in a prime time of television and uh, and like like uh, you know movies. Like it just it's a it's a brilliant time to be alive and to be a fan mm-hmm. of those things because mm-hmm. there's no shortage of choice and there's no shortage of quality. Uh, and, and I appreciate this. Like the capitalists in me appreciate the fact that Netflix is trying to run and compete with HBO and some of these other. Uh, you know, video like high, high quality. I mean, even some of the studios like try to compete with them for entertainment dollars. So it's really cool as a consumer because we get to, we get to, we get our our bounty of choice. Oh yeah. So and it's all a cart. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, I, I have some issues you know? with that. I, I think there's too many damn streaming services. But yes, if I don't want something, I don't have to pay for it. Unlike cable bundles. Right. So. I know. I so we we're we're running. Uh, so we have Netflix, uh, Hulu, Disney Plus, uh, HBO Max, and I think <laughs> those are the. Sur- and the only reason we have HBO Max is because we have HBO for our cable. Yeah, and, yeah. Man, I have been struggling with cutting the cable tie for years. I just I want to do it, and I'm like, Ugh. oh, but you know, man, let it's me- sports and local stuff and whatever. Let me let me tell you. Like I, I used to be a big sports fanatic. I mean, I I, I love watching football. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it sucks because yeah, there's no good Florida football teams. The Jaguars are awful. Football, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Brady coming down here to the to uh, Tampa is going to be very interesting to watch because um, yeah, uh, they picked up Fournette, who is our running back. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, it, that that will be interesting. The Dolphins are always hit and miss, but they're usually miss. But but that's fine. I you know I don't care. I can still watch it through through high def antenna. But sure. God, let me tell you, like I think we were spending like two hundred fifty bucks uh, a month on just cable. Totally. Uh, and I and I told my yeah. wife, I mean, like, what if we just? I mean, what if we just did it? And if we don't yeah. like it, we can always go back. I, I assure you, they will welcome us back with open oh, arms for sure. 
Yeah. Um, and we've, I think we cut the cable two years ago, three years ago. And, and I, I'm telling you, I couldn't be happier because even though my wife, really, she's the one who watches more TV than I do. Uh, even though she watches a ton of TV, I mean, I'm I'm finding more time to spend time with my kids. I'm finding more time to do interactive things with them, like whether yeah. we're swimming or playing in the backyard or reading. Uh, and I'm not saying that it, it's not holier than thou. TV is great, but um, but but I just I found myself with more time and more freedom to to do things. And even even with like on demand and DVR, uh, you know, you always want to watch the game live. You always want to see like I just I find myself just. Eh, it's not as important. I, I like saving thousands of dollars over the course of the over the course of the year, knowing that um, I'm doing a little less there, but I'm, I'm investing my time in something I think, at least for me, is is you know just as valuable, if not more. So, sure, it's it's a tough call, yeah. but but I, I I push people for it because I mean, really, it's, it's only a matter of time before I, I think cable wakes up to the fact that it's going to lose out in this grand scheme of things. So. It's true. It's it's very true, and it's funny because they. I think they are losing a lot of viewership uh, because of the uh, many available uh, services that provide what they do, but it's very piecemeal. And it's funny because instead of like offering better deals to the consumers to stay, they're like, "No, price is going up." Well, how does that make sense, man? I mean, uh, yeah, I get it. You're losing people, but I don't want to pick up the slack for that. You know, I mean, that's, you're just going to lose more, but our, you know, our prices are going up and every time they do, I make that phone call and they go, oh, you guys are raising, I'm leaving. They're like, okay, okay, old man, uh, here's six months of, you know, a discount and then call us back when this one ends and we'll maybe apply. It's all a dance. It's all a dance. And, totally, and, that's, man. and that's what I told them because it took us about a year to do it because, because I'd call them and, and they would sweet talk me back into it. Well, uh, well, you know, we really want your business. We really, we're going to give you a, a promotional rate, uh, you know, one time only. And the promotional rate go, <laughs> goes up. I call them back up and the same thing. It's, it's, a, it's the same spiel. And, and eventually they said, I'm just, I'm just kind of sick of it. It's, they're not evil entities. I'm not, you know, you have to evolve with the marketplace or else you're going to wither. Sure. So. You know, knowing that um, you can get the Peacock and you can get the CBS All Access oh, yeah. and Peacock, like, that was oh yeah, CBS. Yeah, those are the other two. <laughs> I can I can go and grab those and 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 get and get the exact same thing, but I want to pay, pay a fraction of the price. So, yeah. uh, you know, you guys figure it out on your end. It's not my responsibility to to do the work for you, but yeah, right. I know, I know. I I, I hear you. it's just again, you know, it's we've seen a lot of. Um, small businesses and, you know, medium sized businesses do this locally, you know, across the nation, you know, clearly they had to figure out a way to adapt to this new situation that we're in and, or, or else they're going to close. And some of them did obviously. And some of them, you know, adapted and and are doing okay. You know, probably not as good as they'd like to, but at least the doors are open and employees are being paid. Well, no, exactly. I mean, I, I and, and you talked about uh, this theater opening up like right at the start of this. Um, you know, I have I had some local friends who bought a, a gaming cafe from an owner uh, back in January, um, and they were going through a remodel, and they were you know they were pouring money into just kind of up, updating things, new menu, da 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 da, yeah. and like wham, just hits them out of, out of nowhere, and uh, you know, so they 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 tried to evolve. I mean, the guy. The owners are retired, so that's that's the real benefit. Is that you know they were just you know they're living off of their retirements, but um, you know they, they they will offer curbside pickup or offer game rentals. You know, yeah, carry out food I mean, like you'll get food from us and and you can take yeah. it home. 
uh, you know, they're, they're, they're still open. Yeah. Uh, and, and well, that's good. And now, and now that, you know, they, I mean, social spaces are open here in Florida, which I'm not quite 100% ready to just jump into another game night into a, into a game store. But, uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's really for, it really threw everyone for a loop. So yeah, totally. It's just a drag, man. And I mean, that's the, you know, it's, it's putting it lightly to say it's a drag because yes, some people put their life savings into opening a new business and maybe that didn't work out. And that's, that's a lot more than a drag, but I think you understand what I mean. It's just, yeah, it's well, a, it would, across it's, the line bummer. It's, it's no, <laughs> nowhere was that on your risk assessment management, you know, right. global <laughs> pandemic likely to occur. Um, I mean, not in a, I would say not in a million years, but I mean, it's, it's pretty clear that like at some point something, it was either meteor going to hit or, you know, global pandemic and man, you know, uh, that pandemic (laughs) sure (laughs) and fast. Well, all right. So uh, enough of that. (laughs) So how are things at plan B, man? Uh, things are good. I mean, we, um, uh, as a company, we're, we're relatively small. I mean, I mean, we're not like. We're not like huge, like uh, uh, Simon or Asmodee or anything like that. But I mean, we—I think we have about twenty employees, mm-hmm. um, and we have offices in in Germany, in uh, uh, Montreal, and then if you count my uh, living room, um, right? But but uh, the the team's healthy, and and um, uh, you know we. We, I think we adopted something like a, a Days of Wonder kind of model. If you're familiar with the Days of Wonder publisher, they, they do like basically one big title a year. Um, and we have we yeah. have a couple imprints, so we do basically one major title per imprint a year. Um, sometimes we'll do two. Um, so this really – whenever we whenever we announce stuff and, and um, we start doing our marketing, it usually hits with impact. I mean, so – we haven't been too affected except for uh, on production delays with, with, um, with our factories in China. But I mean, that's expected. Sure. So, but yeah, we're, we're great. Um, and we're really excited. I mean, not that, not that this is to hype up us, but I'm really excited about our products that are coming out and we have a, well, should be. a slate for the next three years. I'm, I'm proud of the work that the team's doing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, well, how do you, so how do you like working for, and the reason I asked you was, you know, I had, um, a stint working for a, a company overseas. How, how do you, how do you like doing that, man? When, you know, so it sounds like you're maybe, are you the only one in North America or do you have a team over here? Uh, so I'm, I'm the only one in the U S uh, our, our, our headquarters and, and most of the graphic design and our team. Oh, because you said you had Canada. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's based in Montreal. Um, okay. and then we have, um, our international sales offices, uh, are based in, uh, Hamburg or I'm sorry, in Stuttgart in Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, but it's, but it's great because I, I'm so used to remote working. Yeah. Uh, so it's, so it's never been a big deal. I just hop on Skype with the team whenever we need to go over some issues or, or discuss some, some plans. So uh, I, I enjoy it. I mean, it's given me the freedom, uh, to work from home, which is a big plus. Um, yeah, for sure. The challenge in the last nine months have been really just like with the kids in the house, as well as my wife doing remote learning. It it just created a much more noisy and distracted environment. But um, yeah, but I think people have to be lenient in that regard. Yes, you know, don't don't you think? Because it's not just well, you just you know are 
you just have noise in the house. It's like, well, there's no other choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would think people would be a little bit more like, all right, I get it. You know, <laughs> kid yeah, running my, in the background. My, my or boss something. was completely understanding of the situation. Uh, you know, and, and in fact, um, the team was, was put under quarantine in, in Canada for uh, two or three weeks. So everyone was working uh, from home. So, you know, everyone's environment was, was impacted. So really in all honesty, I get to write my own hours. I don't have to be in office between eight and five or whatever, or right. nine and four or whatever. I can, if I wanted to work in the evenings, I wouldn't. And that's all I did. I just kind of adapted uh, my work day so that I can assist the kids with learning and make sure that I'm supporting uh, Megan who's mm-hmm. teaching. And then um, whenever I had an opportunity, I would, you know, maybe get up a little earlier or stay up a little later and just kind of wedge things in there. So I gave them, uh, you know, a, a solid eight or nine hours minimum a day. So yeah, just, well, just it sounds it. like, it sounds like your experience uh, is is a lot better than mine was. Um, you know, I there was no COVID nonsense going on when I was working from home, which was which was nice. And you know, the way that Play Fusion uh, ran it, I tried to keep their hours as as best I could. Where are because they? They were in the UK. Of- the UK. Oh, okay, okay. And so my day would start because I'm in California. I'd start my day about six. Um, which is like a, sometimes a little bit or yeah. What, what time would that make? Is that like Greenwich Mean Time is like five hours away from me, so that'd be like eight hours away from you. So yeah, Oof. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's about right. Oof. So I'd start about six, and uh, you know that's like I said. Sometimes you'll be a little bit earlier, but any earlier than like five thirty, I'm like you ain't getting much. <laughs> I mean, at that time, let's man, get real. I could do it, uh, but. Yeah, yeah. Don't expect uh, the A game until about six o'clock, six thirty. Yeah, you know, and then you know, my day would go until about you know three o'clock my time because then they're 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 off to dinner or doing whatever they're doing. Um, and it was fine. It was just the the issue I had wasn't the time or the 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 time schedule because quite frankly I'm an early riser anyway. I mean on weekends you know we're up at six o'clock. Oh it's, wow! I know it sounds weird, you know and. But I don't know. We're just early risers. We've become early, early to bed, early to rise. I mean, I, it sucks on some levels because come nine thirty, nine forty-five, ten o'clock at night, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> um, you know, late night movie watching ain't happening here. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, my issue is like there was a lot of. And I don't, I, th- I think this was probably specific to these guys because there were a lot of egos in the room, um, you know, at, at any given time. Uh, I, I think it was like, well, we know better than you. And I'm like, well, you might know better than me for the European market. As a matter of fact, I'll even like acquiesce and say, you absolutely know better than me for the European market. But when it comes to North America, I, I, I think I know what I'm doing. You know, and, you know, they had me build a team out here. So it was me and, um, oh, I think at some point I I had close to 20 people, you know, between boots on the ground folks and uh, sort of the executive staff that I put together here in in North America. It was about 20 people. You know, we're doing fine, but, you know, what always killed me and uh, ultimately what happened with Play Fusion is like the money dried up, you know, and yeah, I know. And uh, the the thing was, they paid really well. I mean, <laughs> they paid really well, which was great. But I kind of saw the handwriting on the wall, and I'm like, 
better start stockpiling because I don't know, you know, I don't know. And the reason, like I say that is when we would do, um, uh, say for example, uh, Gen Con, you know, or whatever. Right. You know, I, like I said, we had, have, we'd have like 20 people in North America. And so I'm like, all right, well, the 20 of us will do Gen Con. I mean, we can do that between demos and, you know, the executive stuff and the, in the meetings and booth More building and, and what, what have you, we can do it with 20 people. I'm, I'm pretty confident. And they were like, well, yeah, that's fine. You can bring, you can have your 20 people, but we're bringing the entire staff over to, uh, the show. Uh, and I'm like, what? Well, why? I that mean, doesn't make any damn sense. Dude, it doesn't. And so they just, they didn't trust that we knew what we were doing. <laughs> that's the worst thing in the world. It is, man. And then I'm like, but for every, every show, dude, every show, whether it be any of the PAXs, which we did all the PAXs, um, and we did the, the, like, you name it, I'll Gamma. Start of them. Yeah. It would just, yeah, it would be like 15 people flying back and forth from the UK, like several times a year. Ugh. I'm like, well, okay. That <laughs> get it. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I, I get like, you know, one or two of like my boss coming over. I, I get that. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. You don't need to send demoers from Europe. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we got it covered here. There's more than enough. I think no, we got it. I mean, I, I this hired is, me. This so, is I, I this know. is this is what I appreciate most about my boss is that um, is that she, you know she she's handpicked the entire team, um, and um, and I'm I'm effectively one of the one of the first because there, there was originally seven people on staff and I was the eighth hire. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it all handpicked by her. And she said, look, you guys are experts in your field. You guys are the best that I know that do what you do. Um, it, it, you know, it is, if I could do it, why would I have you here? So I, I instinctually trust you to do the best job possible. That's so, a good feeling. Yeah, exactly. So like, uh, you For know, sure. I, I, I ran Dice Tower Con. I don't know if you've been to Dice Tower. It's small. There's only two or three. Yeah, certainly. 1,500, something like that. Yeah, it, it's, t- I mean, it's tiny, but she's like, no, you got it. I'll make sure that you have inventory. Da, 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 da. You take care of the, the deposits. Blah blah blah. Here's all that information, and just it's it's done. It's trusted. And then uh, origins. It was we would only send me and um, uh, a guy from Canada, uh, uh, our marketing guy. Him and I would be the ones who run the show. We would we would get a volunteer staff, and she only sh- showed up for uh, SN and Gen Con, namely for you know, just scheduling those appointments with um, with partners and with yeah. and with production houses and that kind of stuff. Uh, but she would often come in day of the show and then leave Saturday uh, morning. You know, she'd mm-hmm. only be in for two or three days, and she's in and out. Yeah. So um, it, it's it's a good feeling to know that you're trusted and that uh, and that you're not. It, it 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 doesn't feel like you're being undermined. Uh, right. You know uh, that you're trusted and you're totally. respected, and and that's honestly, I mean that's the it's it it. I'm so used to the American work ethic, and I I just attribute this to her being. French Canadian, but the, but the but the team just it's just a very good vibe, and there's never been any pressure as to, you know, what's going on? Why aren't you doing this? And like you know, like pounding expectations. Hey, I, I noticed this. Is there something that we can do to help support you? Or maybe we, we like this, but is can can we try this next time? Like it's it's always constructive rather than destructive or confrontational, right? Well, so, that, that is so important for people to understand from a from a managerial perspective that if you were just up someone's butt for the entire time that you're around, whether it be remotely or in person, yeah, that's not going to work. And that's not a good, 
that's not a good skill set to demonstrate to, to anybody. It just, it makes everybody angry, you know? No, exactly. I mean, not, not only does it make it angry, but it, 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 but it sows distrust and discord amongst all your employees. Oh, for sure. Um, so, so like you, you just, you, you don't know, like you're, you're sleeping with one eye open. I, I, I used to do medical sales and service and it was always like deliver, 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 deliver. And if you're, if your quarterly numbers and your annual numbers aren't uh, on track, but this X amount of percentage, you know, they're going to consider chopping you. Uh, oh, and, did you and I did well in that field and, I, and, and, and <laughs> very well, in fact, but God, talk about stress. Talk about like, am I going to, what's going to happen in three months from now? What's going to happen at, at, in January when we do our annuals? And, um, you know, am I going to still be employed? You know, can we, can we start planning for this and that? Uh, that's, it's not healthy. So, no, uh, you know, always, always sweating and having like heart palpitations is not a good environment to work in. And, you know, it's funny, I, I, I will not name who or, or where, but I was having a conversation with someone about, uh, it was about two weeks ago. And I just happened to ask like, you know, how are things going? Cause you know, everyone's working from home out here. Mo- most businesses are still, you know, shut down, but I think I, I quite frankly, because the rules have changed so often um, and so drastically, you know, the rule sets of, <laughs> you know, every every day we get an errata <laughs> on what we can do and yeah. what we can't. Um, you know, I said, are, are you are you working from home? And they were like, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you know, and it just didn't seem like it was a good thing, you know, and, and I, we kept talking about it. And basically what it is is, these are long-term employees, mind you. These are people that have been around for years, but you know, in the office setting. And I, I, I guess since they went started working from home, it was like, well, they put a camera on me, and if I'm not at my desk, oh my there's gosh. questions. Oh my like, gosh, you've got to be kidding me! Like, how is that even? How is that possible? That you know, and again, you're not like a new hire. You've been around for six, seven years. I mean, so yeah, that kind of weird, that kind of weird, um, you know, being under someone's thumb, I I don't think is productive. I mean, you can't scare people into doing better. I don't, I don't think you can. I, when, when I built, um, our team out here, I was very, very open with them. And and look, I, I handpicked this team, you know, uh, that this team, that, that team at the time. Sure. Sure. You know, it was, um, a lot of it was a couple people from the industry, a couple people that weren't, but were a master classman in with their skill set. Like you know, the marketing manager I hired came from apparel, but he is he was stellar and he could just pivot into gaming, no problem. You know that kind of guy. I had Richard Drakus up in Seattle doing his bit, but I, I handpicked like for the for like my senior staff, as it were, people I could just trust. And I told all of them when they first came on, you know, we had like a, a an offsite here in San Diego. As a matter of fact, about a mile from my house because I didn't want to travel. I figured <laughs> they can all travel. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said, look, here's how it's going to go. I trust every one of you. You know, I mean, I, I firmly believe you know what you're doing or else I wouldn't have brought you here. Same, very similar to your boss, right? Right. And, you know, I just said, look, here's the deal. During the day, just 
do what you have to do. I mean, if you have to take the dog for a walk, if you have to take your kid to the doctor, or if you want to take them to a fun lunch or something, or you want to go for a walk, do what you need to do. The only thing I ask is A, the work gets done. I don't care if it gets done between eight and five or between midnight and six. I I just don't care. The only thing I need you to do is to make sure it gets done. And if like I need you for something, be available. Right. You know, that's all. That's it. That's it. The rest of the time, you know, enjoy the fact that we're all working from home, you know, and, and doing, and doing it right. You know, so that was, that was my mantra. And everybody was just so grateful, I think, you know, and I I never heard a single complaint. And quite frankly, nobody was ever, nobody took advantage of it. That that's the other thing. No one took advantage of the situation. You know, nobody was at the beach. You know, yeah, well, and if they were, it's like, well, hey, I'm, I need to go cleanse my mind for an hour. I'm going to go to the beach. Okay, <laughs> cool. But they weren't like there for eight hours. You know what I mean? Well, you know, th- th- this is the thing. I, 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 from a philosophical perspective, I think that people inherently are good. I think they may be misconstrued about uh, maybe their political beliefs or what they think is best for things. Uh, it is not my place to tell you you're wrong for having a different opinion. You, we can have two, two, you know, two two con- conflicts of you know uh, of opinion, but uh, but the fact of the matter, if you know, speaking about work, it just people are inherently good, and I think if you if you show them that you trust them, very few are going to take advantage of it, and it's going to show if they do. Right. They're not it delivering, will. you know. They're you know they're not accessible. Things aren't coming in late or if even at all. So I, I think at the end of the day. If you if you show that and, and you give the respect to your employees, it's going to come back to them because especially now you you have to instinctually trust them. I have a lot of friends who are doing remote work and like they're 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 sweated. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm doing well enough. I'm not hearing from my boss. And I said assurances they're not going to fire you during a pandemic unless there's an issue like the business is collapsing and they're going to close right. up. Right. Um, if you're not hearing from them, it's probably just because they're in the same thing as you are. They're just they're just trying to work and get get things done. So yeah. if you're delivering, if you're doing your work, don't sweat it because yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I think no news is good news in this climate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like if if you're if you hear from a superior and they say like, well, you're not doing X, Y, and Z. Okay, well then then X, Y, and Z needs to get done. But if you're if you're crossing T's and dotting I's and you're firing on all cylinders on a regular basis, just be okay with that, you know? Well, and, and, and on top of that, I think most employers, uh, because, it, you know, of course you have big companies and corporations that are kind of faceless and, you know, you, you don't think about it, but you'd be a fool to think that anyone, especially with a family, won't find distractions at home with, with children who are picking on each other or need help heating up their pancakes in the morning or whatever the hell else is going on. It's true. You know, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. so I, I think any employer would be an idiot not to know that there's external factors that are in play that would not be occurring in the office or maybe not be occurring, you know, if, if they weren't at home, you know, as long as well, there isn't a major explicit exploitation of that, you know? Sure. I, sure. I, and, and, I, I totally agree. And, you know, it was funny. There was a couple of times when, you know, I was, we, at Play Fusion, we would have a Monday, you know, all hands on deck call, you know, 8 a.m. And what, fine. I mean, I, I think that's the right thing to do. You got to have, you know, you got to set the tone for the week and figure out what people need to do, whatever. So yeah, it was like every priorities. Monday. 
Sure. And it was, it was a good call. Well, every now and then, you know, I had for whatever, you know, my wife was working too, you know, and she would, the, the way we worked it out because of schedules, she would typically drive them to school, take them in the morning and I would pick them up in the afternoon and it, and it worked out based on our, our times and all that. Well, on occasion, you know, whether she'd be out of town or, or what have you, she was um, at the time VP of marketing for the op. So, you know, she was going to certain shows that maybe um, I was at the same time, or sometimes she would have to go to meetings uh, out of town for them that I wouldn't be privy to. So I'd be home and I'd have to take the kids in the morning. Well, a couple of times, you know, it would hit on that Monday morning call and, you know, I'd, I'd have to take it either from the car or take it as I'm literally walking the kids down to school. This would be like if they're in second grade or maybe even first grade at the time. And, you know, it was always like, well, Jason, where are you? Well, I'm right now I'm, you know, passing the crossing guard <laughs> at the, you know, on, on the, yeah. well, uh, how long are you going to be until I'm done, man, until I drop them off and go home. That's, you know, that's how long I'm going to be. And I mean, if that's a real big deal. Then, yeah. I'm not out here digging you know, around. I know. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm at the, I'm at the car races. I mean, what do you think I'm doing? It's Monday morning. I'm taking my kids to school. It doesn't happen every week. Just, I found just myself out on. at the dog park. I don't know how I got here, but um, <laughs> maybe I'll be home after lunch. Just, just don't just bother me right now. Yeah, hold, busy, hold the calls you know. until now and then you're just really dragging my vibe. <laughs> i like, hear you man well i'm glad you're having um you know a real good experience with that because you know it is important man and it keeps you wanting to quite frankly not look for things that are you know different opportunities as well right when, I mean, I, that's, I mean, it's, that's really the bottom line is, is you know when when i when i talk to people you know uh I, you know i, I say look i i'm I, not only i mean i genuinely genuinely like my job i genuinely like the company i work for i genuinely like everyone that i work with um for all the right reasons but even if i didn't like the job itself even if i didn't like because there's some there's some crappy publishers like i'm very fortunate to be working for what i think is one of the better publishers but if i was out there with a crappy publisher but if i had the same work environment it's great i'm i'm you know i i would be thoroughly happy knowing that i'm trusted and that i have a good team to work yeah. with uh, but I, I, I get a, I get a nice trifecta of, of everything, you know, games that are good, a, a work environment that's a great, uh, and a supportive, you know, crew who, uh, I mean, we genuinely all want to support each other and push each other up and, and make sure that we're doing the best that we can. So I'm, I'm really glad to hear that because, you know, I've been in environments and not, not even play fusion, but I've been in environments where. That's not the case. And I've been in environments where that's sort of the case. And I've, I've never been in an environment where that was 100%, where people were 100% in like that. And so I don't, I don't know how that feels. You know, I really, truly don't. Uh, I, I don't, man. I wish I did. But, you know, and it's no secret. Like when I was at uh, Upper Deck, it's a sports company. And when it came to gaming, people were always like, "Ugh, yeah, you guys are probably stuff. like second tier or something, right?" Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, second tier. I would have paid money to be <laughs> second tier over there. You know, I, I, in terms of priorities on the schedule. Oh my gosh! But then again, like the people who worked on games were like, "Okay, like we need to do these things," and that was fine. It just as it as it pertained to the global entity of the company. 
you know, when, when it's like, you're trying to get, Hey, we're trying to get this game called legendary made. And they're like, what, <laughs> what I, th- th- does that have? What does that have to do with hockey? Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, shut we, up. Like, oh, okay. we're, we're, we're doing some chase cards right now. What, what's, what's the big deal? I have a weird feeling about this game. It might be a hit. I don't know though. <laughs> you know, it might well, be a nice revenue stream, but uh, who, who am I thinking? Yeah, I know. Jeez. But I mean, that was the thing. I've never been in a in a scenario where people were like, we are all focused on this and this is how we're going to do it. And this is why we're going to do it. And everybody is going to be on board because they want to be, you know, and that's cool. I'm glad to hear that actually exists. Well, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like I, I, I talked to friends of mine who work for different publishing houses and stuff like that. And and uh, some of them tell me horror stories. You know that they're that they're getting hounded at all hours of the day and all hours of the night. You're not doing this. You're not doing this. And I'm like, Ugh. I mean, I mean, like that. that yeah. I'm not. It exists. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying that 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 games are all fun and like publishing is like the best thing ever. There are times that are very stressful, but that just seems like a, a one step too far. If like if like if you're feeling like you're unhealthy, that it's not good for you to be there. Uh, read the room. I'm not saying that they're trying to get you out, but like. If if it's if it's causing anxiety, find the eject button um, because you shouldn't be in any environment, whether it's publishing or otherwise. If you're just if you're sweating bullets every day, you know if if you're getting yeah. if you're getting called yeah, saying that you just didn't do one. enough. So, uh, yeah. so I mean, well, anyone, that, yeah, go, yeah. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh no, no. I was going to say that's that's typically the move, right? Is where you don't get attaboys, you get you screwed up again. Like that's the message that you typically hear. And that's, you know, every now and then maybe some people need to hear that myself included. Of course, of course, you know, you get too comfortable or or what have you, or, or just for whatever reason. And sometimes you need to go, well, okay, maybe I do need to get my act together. (laughs) You know, that's that's always good to hear, but man, when it's always one and never the other, you go, Oh, it's, and, it's, and that's it, that's exactly that's exactly what I've told them is is that um, hey look I mean the, unfortunately this industry is is expanding very quickly uh, in some ways I don't know if that's necessarily healthy for uh, sustainability uh, for the market but for the fact of the matter is that you you have you have experience and you have a wealth of of knowledge you're attractive to a lot of small and a lot of up and coming publishers so if you want to stay within the same industry you can walk. You know, and, and if, if there's one thing I, I like and dislike is that it's it's kind of a good old boy system in the sense that once you're in, you're in. I know that if I ever left Plan B, I have a, a dozen friends who before and probably immediately after would offer me a position just because I've I'm you know I've been in the industry. Right. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, you can walk if you want to. Like if if you're not being treated by well by your publisher by your boss, go. You know, I'm not sure if you're going to make as much money. Not that any of us are driving Lambos or or getting super rich, but you can walk. Um, yeah, I just don't know if if it's not a good fit, go. Um, yeah, you know, it's it, true. Not, I mean, it, it stands to reason with with most things, but it's always hard, right? Like it's always hard to make that decision because man, it's scary. It's it is. scary, but then you just got to figure out like, well, let's see. I haven't slept in 17 weeks because you know what, whatever. That's you know. Your health, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it 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 all folds in mental on mental and on, physical. Yeah, it all folds in, you know, and and they're all connected. So, it, it, I I don't know. It's it's um, 
I count myself lucky because again, I used to work medical sales and service. I know what it's like to be hounded and to be like just constantly monitored. Why aren't your numbers looking better? Why why are we not here? You know, your trajectory was this. We beat that, but I think you can get this. And uh, I mean, I'm just yeah. That's that's yeah. great, but like I why why have you stopped for gas? Yeah, we, no, we no. See what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I couldn't imagine the micromanagement. I couldn't imagine oh, an employer turning on your on your on your laptop, your company issued laptop, to see what you're doing. I know I that couldn't just, do it. I'd be like, I don't oh, know, no, no, thanks. Yeah, well, let me let me ask you this because um, I, well, obviously, like there's some good places out there to be in in terms of a, of a work environment. Sounds like you landed in one. And by the way, congratulations on alma mater um it seems and i've and the reason i say that is i've only seen and heard good things now i haven't played it but i've only heard good things man uh, th- i well, keep seeing it on scott morris's table uh yes well i one, one of our crappy friends who have not introduced us because this is the first time we've ever interacted really yeah, it's true he's a dick so i'm i'm <laughs> faulting him and and tim norris specifically it's but oh, yeah um, but yeah that guy's uh, the worst <laughs> It's 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 all for show. He is not that nice and genuine on in, in real life. I'll tell him no. Dean. That was a no. joke. That was a joke. Tim Norris <laughs> is actually sincerely one of the nicest people I know. But we, um, we loved him. We love Scott, and we love, but we loved him more. But <laughs> <laughs> he's first amongst equals. But but uh, yeah, the the game's quite good. It's really fun, yeah. and uh, I'm not here to obviously hype it or publish it but like i oh, well, i brought it up man it's what, a, it, it like i said it seems to be you know everybody first of all like i one of the things i notice a lot and you know whatever it's just my my personal thing i just look at build quality that's one of the first things yeah, i look at man course. and the build quality is just it looks really good i mean it seems like you guys you know put the effort in and made quality pieces and that's just i just like that you well know? i mean this I, is I like this it. this this goes back to that days of wonder kind of modeling and i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna call out any publishers that do this but you and i know some that pump out 20 30 40 50 skews a year and that's that's great if that's if that's your model that's great but 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 to me that feels like i'm gonna shovel a bunch of crap and see what sticks and if it yeah. and if it sells out of the five thousand print run then i'm gonna press reprint um Whereas we would rather focus, it's not. It's it, there's no like green initiative. We know we know it's probably better for the environment to do, you know, a concentrated run rather than just pump out stuff. But sure, if, but sure. uh, we always start with the product, uh, you know, in game in design. Like I I, w- I want to know what the components are going to look like and uh, how they're going to feel. And we're so focused on the on the final product uh, and making sure that that experience is as good as possible for people. And yeah, we may eat a little bit in margins, but. Um, we we know that we're going to make up for it in volume of sales. Uh, you know, alma mater is no exception. I mean, it's a, it's a mid midweight euro, so it's it's you know going to be a seventy dollar price tag. But like sure. even even games like uh, Azul, which uh, we published, it's it's a forty dollar game. But like you lift that up that box up at Target, and it feels like you have fifty sixty dollars worth of stuff in there. It's really heavy. You know, it's um, funny you say that. It's it's funny you say that because I don't hear a lot of people make that analogy, and I've. I used to make it myself. I, I would I would think about when the per, like, people look at a price tag and they go seventy bucks, right? I would always think to myself, what does that person think when they pick up that box? Does yeah. it feel like seventy dollars? You know, I would always say that to myself and say it to my team, um, it, wherever I was at the time, and I'm like, there's got to be a perceived value, and for some reason, and it's you know human nature when you pick up that box. If it's 70 bucks or, you know, 
it better feel like it's worth $70 by just lifting it off the shelf. I always, I always like that. And that's, it's interesting to hear you say that. I like that. Well, no, I mean, really like, uh, it's, it's, it sounds very weird. I'm, I'm by no means am I like a, a marketing or like a major marketing expert and stuff like that. But I, I do a lot of people watching when I go to, when I, when I watch people at target or I watch people at Barnes and Noble back when, you know, I would frequent there for something to do <laughs> for fun, <laughs> for fun, we would just go, corral not just pick up groceries I but but I, I would watch people i would watch people and, and just see like everyone picks it up and like if they picked up a heavy box they would you would you would see that um for like they would there's something about that i think that, that there's a kinesthetic element to lifting your product and looking at it i mean of course the graphic design is going to look good the art's got to be appealing it's got to yeah. invite people in but it's also got to feel like it because when i think of target users like target shoppers or barnes and noble shoppers maybe to a lesser extent these people uh, are are effectively uh, uh, muggles, if you will. They are un, yeah. unaware. They're, they're not on BGG yes. looking at like the the playability and, and game reviews. What, and, what is and the what game it, weight and um, how yeah. many players is is this best at? And blah 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 blah. blah. You know what expansions yeah, they, they, are available? No, they don't know any of that. It feels shit. like there's a lot of stuff in here. Yeah. Does this? Know, do, I, do I feel like I'm going to get my money's worth out of here? I mean, yeah, this game looks totally. So it it it's really important. So. Well, it's funny because I just don't hear a lot of people. I, I, I really, I, I, re- I think you might. I'm, I'm just thinking here as we're talking about it. Uh, I, I can't really recall a name that's popping in my head um, of somebody else who's made that, um, you know, ma- made that comment. So, good on you. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 I'll use it. I'll use it when it's time to, um, to, to negotiate for uh, annual raises. Look, oh, I, 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 had, I had an expert, Mr. Jason Brenner. Maybe you've heard of him. Uh, he <laughs> <laughs> used that as a bargaining chip. But, but really, I... Oh, I'm sorry. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we know him. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. This, this will be your last day, Mike. I'm sorry. I got another piece of paper here that's pink for you. So. <laughs> How much does this pink slip weigh, Mike? <laughs> but no, but... but uh, but really, like when, when we think about when we think about any sort of games and stuff like that, uh, I, I honestly I, I I get it when I buy when I buy a kid's toy uh, or a kid's game. That I mean, Mattel or Hasbro, I'm sorry, um, makes it as cheap as humanly possible, and like Monopoly felt feels a lot lighter than it used to. Other games feel a lot lighter than they used to because they figure out a way to source the components so they're as cheap as possible to make. Mm-hmm. And um, gamers, and we know this, gamers just. Something feels good about it, knowing that there's heft and weight. Like, pe- I mean, you're talking about wood and paper in a lot of cases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? so. I mean, that, that stuff has a tendency. In, well, in in well, technically, uh, just wood, if you will. Um, you know, based on what paper is. But I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you pick up mouse trap and you go, huh, okay, okay. I could like, I could. It could float away, you know, and nothing against Mousetrap. It's a fun game. I still like it, but <laughs> I'm glad you do. I hate it, but <laughs> I just, I like looking at the stuff. It's, I did, I, I did like, too. But they, they changed it to where there's like a new, ver- they literally built a, well, not better Mousetrap, but it's not the same Mousetrap uh, as it, it was when it, it we wasn't. I'm, I'm 40 and it wasn't the same when I was a kid. Um, you know, my, no. my kids wanted it so bad. My, my son Grayson wanted it so bad. And after you spend ten minutes set up the, the you know a very subpar. I'm not saying that games were better back in my day, but um, you know everything just feels cheap and chintzy. And if it's not just right, it just kind of you know doesn't work right. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, it's not the same game. It's uh, not. It's not the same experience. So like, mm, it's, it's not. It's not fun. The only thing that I think that hasn't changed with the exception of may, there might be like a derivative of like several uh, actually is Operation, which I still, I never liked Operation. I just, the dude creeped me out. Yeah. The the noises bothered me. I just, there was nothing about it that was enjoyable in my house. I didn't like it. And, but the game seemingly hasn't changed. Like, no, it, no. I, I don't it, know. You're, you're right. I mean, I don't think much has changed at all uh, because, because we had that because um, we got some sort of, some sort of special edition, Monopoly. I just can't remember what it was now, or excuse me, not Monopoly, but um, Operation. But uh, but but same thing. Like I, I hated Operation as a kid, but the game hasn't actually. No, let me let me correct that. The game, at least this is my memory of it. Those holes felt like much smaller to get the wishbone out. It felt much smaller when I was a kid. Yeah. Now as an adult, I'm like I'm flying through there, like like it's, like it's not stressful at all. I could put I could put, fit my fingers in the slot. Now <laughs> you don't need the tweezer. You can just pick it up with your hand. It's, yeah. No. Exactly. It's, it's so, so you, but and that and that and that in that sense, maybe there's a little less anxiety with playing the game. Um, <laughs> That's exactly how it was. I was like, I hate this game. It makes me sad. Like that was when I was a kid. I was like, well, that's that's how I feel when I play. I see this guy's nose light up, and I know I've done something wrong. It, it, freaked, okay, cool. it freaked me out. It it, it I, as a kid, it would. I was always nervous. That I'm going to hit this thing, and of course, inevitably, I'm going to. And then it's and I'm, I'm you know, I'm like, <laughs> it just I'm tell, the game tells you over and over that you fail, and that's <laughs> that's really what it boiled down to. I'm like, I don't like this, man. It's just not something I'm enjoying. Please make it stop. Throw it away. You know, I don't know. So let me ask you another thing because this is much more important. You gave me like a punch list of a few things. <laughs> You're like, here's things I could talk about, and I'm like, okay, no one's ever sent me this before, so I might I, as well. Well, I, it's 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 only because we didn't have any prior. Um, interactions so you didn't know what kind of nerd shit i'm into oh, i i know but i feel like we yeah, see here's the here's the beauty of this show we could just go on a tangent and just start talking about whatever shit that comes up quite frankly and that that's what i like about it there's no there's no structure but since you sent things i appreciate why you did it don't get me wrong sure, sure. i mean i i appreciate the fact that you're like well look you know we've never met <laughs> maybe we go hey how you doing you go hey okay well it, that's I, I agree with <laughs> you know, there might not be anything there this is this is what i do like about the show you're right very casual and, and unscripted conversations yeah yeah <laughs> it's but, it's but anyhow, uh, what, what we you need saying? more I... of all right so you you gave me and this 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 could be fighting words but i'm gonna i'm gonna say it anyway final fantasy six and tactics are both greater than final fantasy seven explain your position on this uh, okay, so look, look it, it's it's really important to break these two into into separate categories. So, Final Fantasy VI, which was published here on the Super Nintendo, was Final Fantasy III. Right. Um, th- this is this is this is why it's better in my mind. Um, number one, I, I I'm old school. Uh, you're you're I think you're in your mid forties. Is that right? Oh, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the needle goes higher than that. Okay. No, well, I'm 48. So, so you, you, I mean, but, but we're cut very close together. So, so yeah. like I, I've, I been, I've, I've played them. I've played everything you have. Well, I've, I've played these. Now, I haven't played. So to get technical, I haven't played six, but yes, I've played the version 
three on the Super NES. But that's that's is what, same game. Doesn't matter. I, I, we're not. Oh, no, but I mean, some people are like, well, you didn't play the Japanese. Ver-. I'm like, okay, no, uh, I didn't. Shut up. You know, right? It's, no, it's, I played it's, three. It's the same thing. So, so here's what I liked about three is that number one, like it, it, like Final Fantasy as a genre. I remember playing on the Nintendo, uh, and then Super Nintendo went up with Final Fantasy two, which was four in Japan. But like, this was the first one that didn't have the crystals as, as a core element. Because like mm-hmm. the first five all revolved around the four elements and the crystals associated with them, and they were all like high fantasy. Four had a little bit of sci-fi because you flew to the moon, but um, um, towards the, the basically the last act of the game. But like uh, what this did is it, it took us out of that fantasy environment and put us into a steampunk environment, a little bit closer to like industrial revolution. So we're close totally. to where we are uh, now on the timeline, like versus like medieval ages versus uh you know post-industrial revolution and then uh there's there's so much that's good about this game so huge ensemble of characters and number one your main character is uh is a is uh, tara who was i think the first prominently female-led character in an rpg which is huge mm-hmm. i mean i'm i'm not uh, i'm not a I'm, I'm an inclusive guy you know and, and i want yeah, to champion sure. this but it's it's cool to see female protagonists um and kick-ass female protagonists that aren't like hypersexualized. that's kind of gross well we'll talk about lightning a little bit later uh, yeah. <laughs> but but so like you have a female protagonist and then you also have this huge cast of characters um one of which like in order to do his special moves you got to input street fighter commands so that you True. can so you can do a fireball uh, i didn't do that in any other rpgs um no, no. It- it was a great game, man. I mean, I played it. Uh, I I played it originally on the Super NES, and yes, everybody you know raves about the opera scene and all that. I don't know. I, it was fine. I I really enjoyed the theme of three, uh, like because like you said, it was very steampunky, and that was a little bit different. And quite frankly, what that was the fur that was the first Super NES version of Final Fantasy, wasn't it? I mean, uh, no, no, that that was Final Fantasy uh, two here. Four in Japan was the first on Super NES. It was yeah i don't remember there being okay i'm not saying you're wrong i just i, I think then three was my first uh final I, well quite frankly um i think three was the first final fantasy game i ever played what, to be totally it, honest i, I think with i you. think two and three were the first a lot of people played but really seven was the one that everyone played but we'll we'll, well get to that in just a sec yes <laughs> okay Go ahead. But, but yeah, like, so, so, you know, in, in addition to this, like, I, I like sprites than I'm more than I do polygons, especially first generation PlayStation polygons. Uh, you know, Cloud looks like, looks like fucking Popeye, you know, with his, <laughs> with his weird arms. It just, it just, I, 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 it's it's okay, not a dig on that. It was amazing at the time. You're like, holy crap! Look I was going to say that's you looking back through the uh, through the through the gray sports almanac and coming across the Final Fantasy VII page. Because looking back on it, it's it's a rough beat, man, to look at Final Fantasy it, VII. It totally is. Right now, it's 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 hard. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I just downloaded it again on on Xbox about a week ago cuz it's on Game Pass now and cool. Free, no problem. You know, and I'm look, looking at it going, "Yep, I'm not going to play through it again." <laughs> it's just not going to no, be it's, fun. No, it's it's it, I mean the, the 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 pre-rendered backgrounds are amazing. Those look incredible. But but like the but when you're in combat, it just things don't look great. And this is um no. and, and and it's and it's not a dig on the game. <laughs> it looks like it's, fucking Popeye. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not a, good, it's but... not a dig on the game. It's just I mean, it's, when you when you when you compare it to now to then, yeah, you had up. to go through this evolution because the PlayStation had hardware capabilities. So, you know, yeah, totally. Uh, whereas at the time, though, it, it was a game changer for when, sure. Well, I, mean, I mean, put it, I was it there. made it almost a household name. Yeah, I know. I was there. I was. I think it was. I think it was released like. It was a big marketing event, like nine seven ninety seven or nine eight ninety eight, something like this. Like it had. No, it was, I think it was ninety seven. I think that's yeah, because it was yeah September. Yeah, I think it was September seventh, nineteen ninety seven. Because my brother and I were like the biggest losers. Like we love this crap. Like all, all of our friends are into sports and doing other crap. You know, we wanted to play RPGs. So, uh, but dude, that's why I loved love. I love the Super NES because it was an RPG machine. Yeah. Number one. That that machine was strictly for RPGs. Anybody says otherwise are wrong. Uh, <laughs> yes. Period. And then the Genesis with not not nearly as many, but the ones they had. They're like were Fantasy stellar. Star and Fantasy Star. Yeah, that was I was crazy. a big Fantasy Star guy, but I was also a Final Fantasy guy at the same time. You can but do Fantasy can Star was an Oh, hell yeah, you could be both. I mean, they are vastly different, but I mean, Fantasy Star was my jam for a long time. And then, you know, Final Fantasy hit and I was like, huh, okay, I can totally get behind this as well. No reason not to. I'm not going to pick sides. But, you know, once once seven hit, man, I mean, I you know, I had my EGM subscription back in the day. And, uh, yeah. You know, oh my God, dude, I, 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 I loved it. You know, I've had every system. I was not a sports, sports kid uh, no, either, no. man. I ran no, cross I did country. not play these. Oh well, then you've but, got me beat, man. But that, but that's not a sport, though. I mean, that's just running. <laughs> it's just it's just trying to get away. <laughs> that's all that <laughs> is. It's trying to escape. No, dude, I was a video game kid for well, you know, I, I grew up through the the great crash of video games as well, and uh, <laughs> which is Thanks, so Atari. weird for me to think about it now. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, I, I had. You know, I won't bore you with the details, but I mean, you know, had a, a couple, you know, precursors um, to like, I guess the NES, um, you know, Atari, ColecoVision, blah, 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 blah. Television, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was not an Intellivision guy. Oh, God, I hated that controller. <laughs> I looked at it, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just on the controller alone. I don't want this. Um, ColecoVision wasn't much better. Uh, however, it looked better. But then like when it crashed, there was a gap for like, I mean, I feel like in my head it was a lot longer than it was, but I think it was only about two years where there just there were no. You go to a store, no video games. Yeah, you know, turn on the TV, no commercials <laughs> for video games. It was weird, but you know, at the time it was just how it is. And then the NES, obviously, blah blah blah. But you know, I, I was a I was a video game kid, and I'm still a video game adult, quite frankly. Well, you know, that's that, that's that's kind of what that's kind of what happened with us. Like I. Uh, you know, we, we, I was in Germany, my dad was in the army, so we grew up in Berlin and then we came back over to the States around, uh, late 89 or something like this. And within a year we had a uh, Nintendo and then we got Super Nintendo and I, I was just indoctrinated. I, we did not, I did not do Sega. I mean, Sega is fine, but, uh, I just, I found myself as a Nintendo kid and, and still to this day, a Nintendo kid. every, I've, I've had every console they've released um, and, and love it. I have not kept up with PlayStation. Like as an adult, um, this is going to age me, but I worked at Circuit City. Um, you know, dude, I worked at Circuit City. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh man! So I, I I got hired in in '97 or '98, 
um, okay. at, at a front at front desk, and then I moved into. I said, uh, I, I I hate customer service. I want to I want to go on the sales floor. So they put me in video God, game. Same time frame I was there, dude. So oh gosh, so the, you were like right there, right before the fall. So yeah, because I I was I worked at Target from about ninety to ninety five, and then from Target in ninety five, I went over to Circuit City. <laughs> went over to Circuit City because that was like that was that was like the golden place. And I worked in like the um, uh, mobile area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car mobile. Like mobile phones yeah. and all that kind oh, of oh, garbage. Oh, cell phones. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not car. Yeah, like cell phones. Yeah, well, mobile. It was, it was weird because then you must have been when they still had uh, commissions. Like uh, they got rid of commissions. Oh, absolutely. And, and yeah. that, not, not amazing. No, this is what we always prided ourselves on. Like we had the best knowledge because um, – we pay we pay our sales associates more, and they're going to listen to. You. I don't know if that's if there's any truth to that or not. Um, no, always feel like we were getting hosed. Yeah, always. Yes, did. of course, always did. Yeah, I mean, you sell like a fridge because at the time, like you can get appliances there. You know, you're you're looking a little bit better, and then you know, then there was like these spiffs, if I remember correctly, on things, and all that did was push you towards the, the crap nobody wanted. It's yep. just what it did. And I was like, oh. yeah, don't forget your monster power cables and don't forget your. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Is that one Phoenix Gold? Oh, good. I'll pay extra for that. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, you will. Yeah, uh, the, the, the bit rate transfer rate, it's like, yeah, minuscule different, but <laughs> this one's $30, that one's 12 I mean, if, if I were you, I yeah. would spend 30 bucks. Yeah, yeah, you, you have to. You know, it was, uh, I, I mean, the only good thing that came out of that place was. I think I bought my first, well, there's a couple things I bought. One was, and it was only because we got a, I think it was a decent discount. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. It was better than like 10%. I can't remember what it, it was. was, but it was if it I was recall, a, it was like, it was like cost plus shipping or something like that. I think so. It was something along those lines. It was, it was, it was pretty healthy. And I bought a, um, my first, I don't, I won't call it a high def. We'll just say big screen TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it was one of those where they, it was like, <laughs> when you walked into the store, it was a giant, it looked like a giant black box. I mean, it was like six feet tall by like five feet wide kind of thing. And they were floor standing. Remember those? Oh, yeah. No, they no. Just, I, yes, yes. I, I, they're like the rear projection um, big screen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, it, you know, it, it just looked like a big giant, like just a big box and it had yes. a big screen in it. And that was all it was. I bought that, and I bought a uh, a laser disc player. Uh huh. Oh wow! <laughs> but it was one of those like you know I I had a couple. I don't, dude. I'm I just I love tech. Same I here. love. I do too. Tech. I love it. And before DVDs, you know, and during the videotape era, laser discs were still a thing. Now they weren't uber popular. Like they were they were niche. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, you had yeah, a. Of course. You had to find a place that sold them, number one. And then number two, if you could find a player, whatever. But if you had that setup, it was a really good home theater experience yeah. at the time. Yeah. And so I bought one Laserdisc players, you know, middle of the road, whatever. And the thing about Laserdisc, though, it's just like a record. Halfway through the movie, you got to flip it over, flip over the disc. <laughs> yep. Well, Pioneer came out with a Laserdisc player. And it was, I remember the the retail on it was a thousand bucks. It was nine ninety nine. I know. I know. But the, the big, the big deal was it had a, a camera. The laser part was on a, like a swing arm 
and it prevented you from having to so you know, flip the, the disc you know, flip it over the movie. Right. Now, granted, there was like a pause during the movie. Like, oh, okay, you know, Han is just about to shoot. Gr- oh. <laughs> oh, there he goes. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, but that was, you know, that was the only really good part I remember about Circuit City was being able to buy a little bit of tech. And then I think about a DVD. I think about a DVD player the minute they came out, though. And that was fun. But, you know, whatever. They've, they've gotten a lot different since then. Well, yeah, I mean, we we have a we have a Blu-ray player, and honestly, with with the advent of streaming and um and uh, you know buying digital copies of movies, uh, it, it's only used for the few movies that we don't have that's not on Disney Plus. You know, like sure. here you go, boys, you you can watch this. Or um, we have some DVDs for the minivan, so that when we take trips or something, mm-hmm. we have yeah. some some movies for them. But really, um, yeah. Uh, well, I'm surprised like the disc manufacturing is kept up quite frankly, because, you know, for that exact reason, without everything is now, you know, streaming, blah, 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 you know, it just makes it too easy. And, you know, quite frankly, the, the carbon footprint, you know, that we're, you know, with these things in, in production, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's not totally necessary. And I, I don't buy now I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I'm still kind of a hypocrite in one regard. If I buy a game, I like the physical game. There's something about it. I like the physical game. Now I won't buy. I haven't bought a Blu-ray in. It's probably three years. Uh, yeah, I would say. Yeah, exactly. But I will buy physical games. So I, I guess that makes me a hypocrite. I, but you know, I no, don't know. I, 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 I just, don't think it makes you a, a hypocrite. I mean, uh, number two things. Number one, like if you ever sold or traded those games, I mean, they, you know, not that you're going to get three or four or five dollars out of it over at uh, GameStop or something, but. <laughs> But it, there, there is some retained value in it, and and um, some people are collectors. It's it's okay to be a collector. Um, yeah, I, I suppose if you want to put it that way. I like the you know I like box art. I still do. Yeah. You know, I when I play a game, I typically put the box out. So, I don't know because it's just fancier that way. I guess. No, well, I, I, my my kids. I mean, the only reason we I prefer digital copies of games because I we we have a Switch. That's the only console that we have in the house now. Um, okay. it, two things. Number one, I don't want them to take that cartridge and misplace it because I have a three and a five year old, and yes. one of them will lose it. It'll get yeah. vacuumed or, or something. It'll get eaten or thrown is into water. That? Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Uh, but but then number two is that um, then I don't get the, you know, because I'm going to put them up. Dad, can you can you get Mario out for me, please? Dad, Dad, can I get? <laughs> so I have that request all day. Yeah. So I'm all like, uh, it's can you change up the game for me? It's already oh, there. Yeah, right. you, you're good. You're good. Yeah. You know, let me show you how you switch games. So it only it, <laughs> it, it only right. took it only took two or three games to realize that this is annoying. So right. What's your most placed game? Okay, we'll we'll keep Mario Kart in here. Mario Kart always stays in here. And then anything else you want to play, boom, um, we have it downloaded. Sure. Sure. So that's the only reason. I, I it's not a, it's not me trying to be green or be environmentally friendly because I'm with you. I, I think I would prefer the. <laughs> I want to be cartridge. annoyed. <laughs> But <laughs> I just I hear I, you, man. I just want the convenience. I, I get it. I, my, you know, my, my boys are there. It's funny. Cause I'm, I'm as you know, they, they get older and they're, they just turned nine, you know, they're definitely well-versed in, into gaming at this point. Not, not yeah. tabletop as much, but just because they don't have the patience for it at this point. Yeah, well, attention and bands I, are much shorter. Yeah. 
big time. Uh, but I'll be damned if they like one of them won't sit there and like play Dragon Quest for hours if I let them, you know. And then you know the other one is like on Super Mario Maker two, and he's just hey look. I have 4,000 likes on this uh, course that I, you know, designed for the world to see. And I'm like, well, see, that's great. I'm okay with that. You have at it. And if, if one of them wants to play RPGs, I'm like, by all means, pal, play an RPG. Enjoy the story. Love the narrative. You know, enjoy the strategic element of it. Figure out the puzzles in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, have at yeah. it, my friend. I love that. I love it. And But their, their primary... Because we have, you know, we're, we're, we're not, uh, you know, we don't, um, we enjoy all the consoles. Let me put it that way. If I can come up with the right word to say, uh, we don't pick and choose. We, you know, I, I just, I want to have a PlayStation. I want to have an Xbox. You know, we have switches and they are dialed into the switch like no other thing I've ever seen. They love it. It's like the greatest thing ever. And I, I go, you know, when, when we had Nintendo growing up and we have like a couple of the minis, the SNES and the NES. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, here, check these out. And they're like, Oh, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't know. These are, these are classic, amazing games. They're like, I know, but I have Mario all-stars on my switch. Now I don't need the other one. I'm like, all right, whatever. Fine. Well, I mean, check out this. This, this is, this is hilarious because, um, Grayson, who's five, um, we, we got, we actually got our switch, uh, early in the uh, in uh, during the quarantine, um, my brother-in-law we couldn't find them. They were out of stock everywhere. Oh, so relatively new then to the Switch family. Yes. Okay. Um, we were we were relatively. Uh, I mean, we we liked Nintendo, but um, uh, my wife. No, I won't blame her. It's not her fault. Uh, Grayson was using. We had a Wii U. He took the Wii U. Uh, if you don't know, like it has this um, screen. Have it, a, it, it's a, we have a Wii U. It's a precursor to the Switch. He brought it in there uh, to the toilet with him when he went to wash his hands and go potty. <laughs> it stopped working afterwards, and I don't want to know why. Right. Um, so I said, I said, no video games for for the next year or two. Like I'm, like I, 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 I mean, yeah. we, It was basically a Netflix adapter or Netflix uh, stream like device for him because he couldn't mm-hmm. play video games like two or something. Anyhow, we we fast forward a couple of years. We got a switch, um, and we got a bunch of games with it. You know, we got it from my brother in law, and um, uh, you know, I I've really enjoyed playing Zelda, and and Grayson will watch me play Zelda. But we played Mario Kart together. My wife plays Mario Kart. Like as a family, we'll we'll sometimes play games together. Um, but yeah, it's it's like perfect for him. Um, but we signed up for some sort of Nintendo online service, and yep. they gave me a bunch of retro games as long as we mm-hmm. kept the subscription going. Grayson mm-hmm. wants to play this stupid ass NES wrestling game. It's not even like a licensed WWF thing. I, Do you know what I'm talking about? It, it, so it ju- yeah, because it just showed up about a, a few weeks ago on the like you know the, you know when you turn on they go ooh new games are available on your thing and then they pop in and it's like it, it's something like Japanese All Star Wrestlers or something. Yeah, it's not licensed or anything. That is the cr- I, so I feel so inferior when it's funny you mentioned that particular game because when it popped up i was like oh well i'll check it out i'll you know I'll just see what you know maybe i missed it i don't recall it the first time Neither around so i'm like oh, there's probably a good reason for that it's awful you know it is i feel i can't even i can't even do anything well, yeah. <laughs> and i feel so dumb i mean I, so so like he wants to play this 
And I said, uh, okay, I've never played this as a kid, so that's fine. We'll, we'll play together. It's a two-player mode where we can wrestle each other. And he loves it. And it's like the worst possible. It's so bad. It's not, it's not even close to being good. No. He no, loves it's, it's it. Not. It's I, I'm I'm not very satisfied with the selection that they keep providing us. Um, on so, and, and look, they're free. Well, I mean, it, it, what does it cost? 20 a year for that service? Yeah, it's not 20 bucks a year. Yeah. It's not. And, you know, the idea is they pump out another couple of games that you just, you turn it on and they appear. So it's kind of free. I mean, it's very low cost. Let me put it that low barrier right. of entry. Right. But man, the selection ain't that great. There's a couple gems. Like I think, my favorite I think game Ripper of City all City Ransom's time. on there, right? It is. That's a great game. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's fine for passing time. I mean, my favorite game of all time is, well, not probably, it is Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. I think it's yes. a master. Yes. It's a masterpiece. It is 100% a masterpiece. There has not been a Zelda better by any stretch, in my opinion. There have been good ones, but not better. I, I agree with you. And, uh, that the music, the look, the feel, the just everything about it it's is perfect. perfect. It is a perfect game. And obviously that's on there. Super Metroid is on there. That's good. There's a couple, you know, Pilot Wings is a fun little Zen experience if you just want to zone out a little bit and what have you. But the rest of them kind of shit. <laughs> you well, no, know? no, no. You're 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 right about that. And and um I think our subscription had lapsed. I had my credit card or something was was compromised or something, and and it went to renew because I think I said, oh, let's just sign up for three months or something. And sure. you know, Dad, Dad, it's not. I can't play it. What's what? It, and so, uh, pull it back up, and I'm, and I'm like, I, I it gave me a reason to browse the games again. Yeah, and I'm like, oh well, there's <laughs> some of these are good. Like Donkey Kong, that's a pretty good platformer, and there's, of course, Link to the Past is amazing. But yeah. By and large, the selections, meh. But I, I I'm not going to complain because it's right. It's and that I feel I feel bad saying like, well, this isn't good enough because well, it could be none. You know, it could be zero, and then you know whatever. And you know, it's, there's some there's some hidden gems. Uh, someday I'll I'll bring myself around and I'll I'll be the first to say it. I've never played Zelda or Zelda two. I've never played. Uh, well, I, and you're not missing much. I from don't Zelda really 2. want to. <laughs> yeah, Zelda One's okay. Zelda One's yeah. okay. I mean, it's it was great back in the day, but it, it, it what the series evolved into. I mean, yeah, Zelda Two does not feel like a Zelda game. In similarly to how Super Mario Brothers Two is not yeah. a Mario Brothers game. <laughs> yeah, you know, it it's a reskin of some other game that they did and. You know, blah, and it, it it feels like it. It looks like a it, like it should not have Mario on it or in it. That's you know, it's just weird. It no Bowser. It's just weird. So oh no I no know. no, I, I agree. I mean, you 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 have your you have your core elements. There, Ganon's in there, and uh, you know the, mm-hmm. the, the 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 Master Swords in there, and but like you know, and, and and all the normal items like the boomerang and the bow and arrow. But it's but it's just meh. It's just meh. Yeah, you're not yeah. you're not missing Nothing. out on anything. I'm I'm okay with maybe sk- I'm not doing him. You know, I've I've cut my teeth on every Zelda since Link to the Past, and you know they've all, for the most part, have all been really really good experiences. So I I don't I, I don't think I'm going to go backwards. I'm just going to continue to look forward <laughs> into no, I, the I, I, horizon I, of Hyrule. Yeah, there's no rose tinted glasses. 
if he didn't play them when they first came out, there's no rose tinted glasses to to put back on, you know, and, and to right. and to have nostalgia over because that's half of what why you play some of the older games is the nostalgia, um, which well, is you know it's it's true it's true and it's funny because like I I, I don't know I, I feel like it's always a big deal when a new console comes out and they go backwards compatibility it, that's really uh, not a big deal to me yeah for some no. reason. Not a big deal at all. No, I, it I never has been. There was there was a bunch of hubbub about the PlayStation Five was going to be four backwards compatible, but not two and three. And I'm like, yeah. who the hell still has those games? Like, yeah, I mean, like, sweet. And why would I? I don't want to throw them in. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, like it's it's. I think I think the only person that that the only person that I mean, there, there's two people that that's targeting for like the the Uber collectors you know, who want it, and I might want to play this one day, and I'm going to break this out. Yeah. Or like parents who like have the old generation and they're replacing it and they need something to hold them over because they're going to trade in their console. So, right. you know, like uh, because Johnny is eight and um, they're going to get PlayStation 5, but they really – I mean they don't want to get rid of the PlayStation 4 things because he really likes I – don't, I don't even know what's, what's even on there. But, sure. but yeah, like that, those are the only two people that it matters to really – uh, and if yeah, and the Uber make such a big deal out of it, yeah. If you're an Uber collector, you're probably keeping the console anyway, you yeah. know. And it's just I, I still have my um, my original PS2 that I got on day one. I still have it now. I I don't know why. I just never got rid of it. It was just one of those things. I, I don't have my PS1. I don't. I do have my PS3s. Um, you know, I it's but not for any. I can even hook it up to a TV. Yeah, it's you know. Does it does it, it does it have, have an HDMI input? Does your TV no. have a composite video inputs? Uh, probably not. They don't. They don't. Every the TVs we have here all it's either HDMI or nothing. Yeah. And so okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, it'll it's a nice looking uh, brick, a big black brick. Well, I, I I don't know. It, it, well, far from me it is to judge people for what they want to display in their homes or in their nerd castles or their their man caves or whatever they want to call it. You know, uh, you you do you, I, but 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 I'm right there with you. Like you know, some of us will put uh, will put like um, cool. You know, some of us our wives will control all the art direction in the house, and some of us yeah. can get spots where we can kind of put our stuff on it. If that's you, that's you. But like getting back to this, I, I just it just drives me crazy. I, I don't care about backwards compatibility. It, no, the, I don't either. You know, and oh, you you you're gonna buff it to to HD? Okay, big deal. Whoop. I know, unless it's like one of those things where they go, we're just going to provide you with the library and then you can have at it. That's fine because there might be something I want to check out. You know, quite frankly, there was a Lord of the Rings Xbox, original Xbox game years and years and years and years and years ago. And I'm like, I would love to see that again just for five minutes. Yeah. But I don't, I, I'm not. I'm not going to play that again. Other than that, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, so, so I'm like, not gonna spend my time. I've, I've bought like iOS ports because. Again, Final Fantasy three, and I didn't finish the, the whole argument as to why Final Fantasy three is better than seven, or six is better than seven. But I bought the iOS port for it because, um, yes, I think it'd be great to take it with me wherever I go. It's better than bringing a console with me. Um, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep my Super Nintendo around, or hope that uh, my next console will have backwards compatibility so that the disc or the cartridge works because I probably won't play it. So, right. Well, and you know, it's funny because you mentioned GameStop earlier and we, we ran into an issue. I've always been kind of a trader in of games at some point. Um, and I don't, I don't like GameStop. I don't like their model. I don't like their, the way their business is run. I don't like anything about it. No, I just, I really don't. They're slimy. I, not a fan. 
you know, it's just gross. It's, I swear, I mean, you could buy a game, walk out the door, walk back in and go, I'd like to trade this in. They're like, oh, it was $60 a minute ago. Here's four. Yeah. You know, and store credit, by the way. If you want cash, it's two. Like, well, <laughs> and I'm not, you know, it's not even that much of an exaggeration to be totally no, honest. No, it's, 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 it's like a car. But I just don't like the model. You know? But there were times Guaranteed. where. Guaranteed. Yeah. It's gross. It's it's just gross. I don't I don't know. I, I just I don't like it. But there were times when like Amazon was taking trade ins and like they were pretty lucrative and and you know Best Buy or Target whatever they all dabbled in it. Yeah. Um, but we came across an issue recently, and what was the game? Um, it was for the Switch. It was it was relatively recent where you know the oh it was um. Link's Awakening. Okay, so relatively new game. I think it came out last November. Or oh something. yeah, so yeah, yeah. They they did they did a re, uh, a new version of it. Yes. Yeah, and I I had missed it the first time around, so I was like, I'm definitely in for this, you know. And so I, we picked it up. I played it through, and like my kids weren't at the time; they just weren't into Zelda. They were like, Oh no, it's just too complicated, and blah blah blah. Well, since then, since November of last year, one of them picks up Breath of the Wild. And he, he just blew through it and he played it and it took him like two weeks and he finished it, loved it. We got him the DLC, blew through that. And then he goes, um, I really want to play some more Zelda, but I don't really want to do Breath of the Wild again. And I said, well, you know, there's there's you know, Link to the Past. Yeah. <laughs> do that. And he's like, no, I don't want to. Where, where's that Link's Awakening? I was like, oh, well, <laughs> I traded it in. You know, I traded it in. I'm like, I, you know, I don't know. And I just see like the eyes, you know, and they just, they, the, the quivering lip and the eyes start to water a little bit. I'm like, well, what's wrong? It was, I don't know, but I don't know who's going to be gone. I didn't know it was, you know, I'm like, oh, oh my crap. God. Yeah. So we made a deal that from that point forward, we are going to, we are not going to trade in our games. I, that's just a deal we, I made with them and I just, I'm going to stick to it. So, but you know, I'll, so I'll have, the point is I'll have, a library of stuff from this generation, but I still don't think I want to go back to the well and play it again. <laughs> you know, I mean, for them, yeah. fine, I guess if they want to, but I'm, it's just not a big deal to me, man. It just never has been. And I don't think it's ever going to be. No, there, there's been, so I, it's so weird because I remember when, uh, when, when I moved down here, um, for a job, uh, I found myself, um, shortly after moving down here, uh, my then wife and I separated and got divorced and I just find myself like um, not having any friends, like not not some you know sap sob story. I just you know I'm in a new place, didn't know a whole lot of people. Um, so I took a bunch like I I had lugged all my crap across the country. I was from Indiana. I drug all my stuff to Florida with me. Um, so I took I took all my old consoles because I had them. I hadn't gotten rid of them. I took all my old games, and I found that those like people wanted that crap. I took all my old Magic cards because I was a big Magic player, and I just traded and sold a bunch of this crap in. Um, uh, mostly to collectors and uh, my virtual boy, I had one of those sold all this crap uh, and got like a huge windfall for it. So I was like, okay, perfect. I'll, I'll get a Wii or maybe it was, maybe it was a Wii U at the time. Uh, I think it was Wii U bunch of games, I bought a bunch of board games, got myself right back into the board game hobby. And, nice. and like now I, all of a sudden, like I I'm a destination, you know, I can invite people over because there's entertainment <laughs> for people to do destination. because I, but I wasn't playing those. Like I'm, I'm not going to break out the cartridge of a, a you know, final fantasy two. I'm not going to, I'm not going right. to replay uh well link, sure. Uh, link to the past is a little different because it was, it was a good game and you know, 
it was brief enough. Like it was only 20 or 30 hours and you can go back and, I, and do it. I just played it like a month ago and I clocked in at like 22 hours yeah. and it was done. Yeah. So like, like, like th- that would be brief enough, but like RPGs, especially, I'm probably not going to play a second or third time. Yeah. So like I just got rid of all this crap. It's it just like it, it just I just didn't need it, and um, gave me an opportunity like to, to bring people back on board. Well, now now that my boys are older, I mean we'll see a, a new Nintendo system in a couple years, I'm sure, and we uh, probably will. Twenty twenty one, buddy. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. It's a uh, well, it's going to be another Switch, um, but they've. So the, this week there's been some some chatter about like a a there right now the placeholder is a pro version you know what they're calling it okay um, and then you know which will have you know probably there there the speculation is bigger screen obviously better visuals better performance great sure. but then uh, elite came out yesterday that Nintendo is telling their um, whoever you know the people making games at this point. Uh, you need to include 4K resolution uh, because mm. because that's because be the, the console next. is even like the handheld is even in 1K, is it? No, it's like uh, I, I I don't believe it's even running in 1080. I think it's like 720 yeah, or nine. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's 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 but you know in handheld mode it's fine. it works great because of the size of the screen. Sure. Absolutely. You blow that up on the TV and a lot of times you're like, oh, okay, I see the difference. <laughs> I get it. Well, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, that said, as long as my cartridges are fine, but like, but even then, e- even if Nintendo announced tomorrow, hey, we're coming out with Switch 2 uh, and it's going to be like a new processor, can handle better games and blah, 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 blah. Nintendo won't do this because I, I think that they, to a certain extent, they value uh, the families and people who are buying their games. But the thing is, we, we're not going to be like a, a first gen, first uh, first series early adopter. You know, we'll, I'll probably wait for that first generation to pass and make sure that they've worked out any hiccups and bugs, uh, and get that uh, second generation of it. Yeah, well, I mean, so it came out in uh, I want to say March of 2017, and so I mean, you, you gave it a good run for uh, you know, not for nothing, but there's a lot of good, you know, there's a robust number of titles that you could choose from when you wait that long too. You know, you can exactly you're not like saddled in because every time you buy a launch title or a launch system, it's like okay, I'm going to buy this and the five games I really don't want, but I want something to play on my new toy. Uh, so yes, and most of the time they're <laughs> not great. No. No, and that's the thing, man. I'm looking at the Series X and the PS5, and I'm like, oh my god, there is not a single game that a launch title that looks enticing to me. And and the other thing is like, like oh, all the games you already own, they're going to get a facelift. Like I feel like that's what they're banking on at this point. You know, Avengers and you know Madden that's and worst, Cyberpunk. Yeah, that's an insult to 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 your consumers because like. uh if if I if I went and bought uh, Avengers, if I had a PlayStation Four and I got Avengers, and, I, and all of a sudden, uh, if I had just waited three months or whatever it is um, for a clean like for a launch title, like you need to have something for foremost in the front. Like I, I was told, like the the next Xbox isn't going to have Halo ready when it launches. Sure, and I'm uh, like, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, like that's totally. that's synonymous to me with with Xbox, like. You really, you like, you really need your AAA title out there to drive interest. Yeah. Otherwise, you're, you're going to wither. Like this, I think this is what happened with the with the Sega Dreamcast. Um, oh God! 
Dreamcast. Like, I loved my oh, Dreamcast. It was it was a, it was an amazing console, but like nothing like, nothing was great at launch. I mean, Crazy Taxi maybe that was fun. No, it, there was. Um, I'll tell you what my launch lineup was, dude. It was funny because I I. You know, this is back in this is back in the day when you didn't have to pre-order your stuff. You could just walk in on uh, launch yeah. day and buy it. <laughs> oh my god, the glory days! Um, it was Sonic, <laughs> yes. Which, uh, you know, I was I'm not a huge Sonic. I like it. You know, I'll, I'll dabble in it and go. Oh, that was fun for 15 minutes. But I'm not like a diehard Sonic fan. But I bought Sonic because it was a launch title, and man, it looked the facelift it got from. I mean, what was it Saturn? It was, was it Saturn. Saturn yeah. Okay. The facelift from games from Saturn to Dreamcast was night and day. Yes. So picked up Sonic, NFL 2K, <laughs> right? And, and that was still a franchise. Uh, oh, my God. The <laughs> best, best football franchise of all time. Uh, and I think Power Stone were like the three games I picked up at launch for the Dreamcast. And and that machine, man, what you know, just it had online. Yes. Oh, my God. It was... Everything was good about it. Loved it. Loved it. No, Loved I, it. I I played the crap out of that. Uh, but like, but they, I I don't think they had like any any amazing like. Okay, Sonic was a launch title. Choo Choo Rocket was a fun puzzler. Uh, Crazy Taxi was good. Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't like you. You didn't have a Zelda. You didn't have a Mario. You didn't have a Halo. You had good games, but there wasn't a spokesperson. And like, I I just don't think Sonic carries a launch. I I don't. It was good. It was fun to watch, and it was yes. really, you know, it was fun to play. But it's not, it, it's, it's not a Mario. Yeah, no, exactly. So, it, you know. it doesn't carry the same weight. I mean, you know, uh, we we watched Sonic movie, and my son knows who Sonic is, and you know, he he is kind of interested in Sonic. But like, this kid's a Mario kid. Like, I don't, I don't know a lot of kids. Maybe when I was younger, you know, I, I think households were divided. You were either Nintendo or Sega. Uh, at least, at least my neck of the woods, because we we weren't like particularly yeah. wealthy or anything. But you were either a Sega kid or a Nintendo kid, and, and I want to say the majority of the houses in our neighborhood were Nintendo kids. Yeah, well, the marketing really geared you towards picking a side. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It really did. It's like you don't. There was no inc- inclusivity here. No, no, no. You are picking a side. You are challenging the other kids. If you are a Genesis kid and they're a Nintendo kid, oh my gosh, the marketing was way mar- like driven towards having you choose it, but it was great though i i loved it you know genesis does what nintendo don't <laughs> was that was that one of their was that one of their ads yeah, Holy yeah. Crap. it was literally <laughs> an ad that ran on television oh it was gosh. genesis does what nintendo don't and it was like nintendo fought back and they go nintendo is what genesis isn't <laughs> are you serious Dead serious, man. I gotta, look I gotta at, dig look this at the up. Back of a, you will find it. I think like the the Nintendo stuff were magazine ads, yeah, and yeah. the Genesis stuff actually ran on TV, and it was like a slogan, man. And it was, I remember it, it was, it was a song. It was like a jingle, and I remember it to this day. And I think what Nintendo did is they took because I don't remember a, an, an ad saying. Nintendo is with Genesis, but I remember it being on the back of like Nintendo Power. Wow! Like that would be the back cover. Holy! You'll crap. find it if you look it up. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be googling this later because um, <laughs> I, I did I <laughs> I was I, I, was, I want to watch um, High Score and and my wife has zero interest in this. She's like, oh do it. She she has no interest in like like she'll play Mario Kart with us, but she, and she 
plays video games very very casually with us and the kids and the family but um mm-hmm. but uh, like like nerd stuff like deep dive into the stuff like it would be fascinating to me she has zero interest in so oh, watch high score then yeah because they they go deep dude they they do a good job but we we watched it um we finished it like a week ago and I, I loved it. The kids loved it. Uh, I just, it was fun. If you're into it, it's fun. If you're not, you know, it's gun in the mouth, kind of boring, but it's, well, that, that's, that, if you're, that's my, that's my wife. So I think what, what's going to happen is that, um, she's decided that she's going to rewatch, um, the ABC classic sister, sister. I don't know if you, if you remember this, <laughs> it's a TGIF lineup. Of course. Yes. Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just saw it hit Netflix and I'm like I'm not watching. No, it. she she is so hyped. She's like we can watch it all over again. I'm like I never watched it. And I, right. I, I, it's, what was the what was the Family Matters? I'm like the oh, Urkel God. show. Uh, yeah. So it was it was along that ilk of yeah those those shows were all kind of the same. You know it was the, the sitcom is just the or the the family sitcom is just gone unfortunately. Uh, yeah. And I was thinking of. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. It, in a way, it bums me out. Like those shows, I wouldn't go back and watch again. But you know, I was <clears throat> when I was growing up. Excuse me. You know, it was um, Family Ties. Mm-hmm. The uh, <laughs> I'll say it, but at the time, who knew the Cosby Show? Yes. Um, well, the Cosby you know, Show. The growing- Cosby Show was a little less formulaic, I think. Mm-hmm. Than yeah, it was. Like it was. The, like- it was like. Yeah, it was a fun. Look, I'll be the first to say it was a fun show to watch. And if anybody says they they didn't watch it, they're probably lying because uh, it was yeah. on in every single household. Yeah, I, you know, on Thursday nights or whenever mm-hmm. it was. But those shows really, you know, I I look back on you know when I was watching Family Ties, it was a you know a kid, and I would like you see a family unit, they're happy and healthy and. You know, my house was broken. What <laughs> like, totally same, broken? Same here, man. yeah, same here. You know, and I would look at these shows and go, like, this is what I would like to see. You know, if I went downstairs, I would love to see the Keatons. You know, as opposed to the you know just buttholes that I lived with. And you know, so in that regard, I think it it maybe made an impact on young, you know, young people in a positive way. And that I think those. I'm I'm bummed out that that part is gone, you know. Yeah, no, I I, I agree, uh, and and I'm, I'm not I'm not a fogey. I, I don't mind people uh, cursing and and some of the loosenings of like the FCC guidelines and stuff like that, you know. But like, yeah, you, I mean, as corny as they are, it's I do feel a little nostalgia for that because like we'll watch, um, you know, Family Matters occasionally. The the kids um, and my wife, like you know, she's she's watching Sister Sister. But I'm trying to think here. There was um, uh, Netflix did. Uh, family, family, some Fuller House, or Full House, yes, Full House, and then Fuller House. Fuller, yeah, we didn't, uh, we did not watch Fuller House, but like we watched some old episodes of Full House, and yeah, they're kind of corny and they're kind of goofy, but, but you're right. I, I remember as a kid, um, like my mom and dad were not in a very healthy marriage. You know, my mom more so than my dad. Like my dad was just out of it. So it, it, you know, it, it's weird because you you think about yourself and you're like, oh. Like this is like is this what most families are like? Is this what yeah. is this what my family should be like? And it's not like it's not like I'm getting very metacognitive, like not at nine or something. Right. But it's like, oh, well, huh? That that's the model. Okay. Well, I, right. in, in some ways, it, it was a negative reinforcement. Why aren't they sleeping on the floor like like they are in my house? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it's you know, it's 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 in in some ways, it's, it was kind of a downer because you're like, okay, well, this is what it looks like it should be like, and then. Uh, this is what well, it that is. He doesn't yell. Yeah, 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, you know, or we can, how come we can wake up Mr. Keaton and I can't wake up my father? You know, I mean, it's just that's you know, I'm just saying. I, I, I think I think I, I think there's the I think there's a place for that on on TV, but nowadays I, I think that I think that audience is just kind of lost in terms of let's let, let's get more gritty dramas out there, and I and I love those as yeah. as a viewer, but like, what am I going to watch with my kids? You know? Well, that's the thing, and I'm saying like I agree with like the the quality of um, programming has gone through the roof compared to the '80s because the '80s was just I mean, it, like looking back on it, there was nothing stellar about the storylines and family ties, other than maybe the one where Alex was on drugs or the one where uh, Tom Hanks guest starred. Other than those, nothing amazing happened, but it was just a family unit that was pleasant. I think that was kind of the message of the time, you know, uh, and and I think. To me, it just I'm I'm a little bummed out because not because, you know, oh, they were so good and I miss having them on. It's just there was a part where I go like maybe my kids aren't getting that feeling of, you know, not well, I wish my family was the TV family, not the family I live with, but maybe some of the moral compass decisions that happened on the show, they stuck with me over the years, you know, and I feel like, well, now, obviously, like I'm trying to teach those moral compass decisions, but it'd be nice if like when I don't say it or if they heard it from another uh, another source, rather, the, so they don't think like, oh, it's just my dad trying to tell me stuff. You know, maybe they should hear it from multiple sources. And I think those shows provided that in some way, you know? Well, no, exactly. And they, 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 it's almost like they served as templates for conversations to be had or, you know... Not that anything was particularly edgy or hard hitting, um, um, but you, yeah, but, yeah, that, it's true. Well, there was the Saved by the Bell. Jesse's on drugs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's so excited, right? I'm so excited. Is it? Is it yeah, oh, she was well. singing. I can't remember. She, oh yeah, she was singing. But, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even think. I don't even think. They, I think they called it speed. I don't think they called it. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you're right. You can only go There's something along so far, I think probably on on a- I don't even know if it was that as much as like stay awake pills or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Those weird things like caffeine. The dollar, the dollar store or the gas station. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, look, man, um, we've we've covered quite a bit here. And I and I feel like we have more to cover. And maybe we'll have to do that in a part two because uh uh, I, I do think we have more to cover, man. I, I really do. After just and, and again, for our very first conversation, you know, Mike Young, I think this uh, went swimmingly well, I hope. Well, I, well no, I, I agree. I, I really appreciate it. And I, and I think um, to, to kind of go full circle, like, uh, you know, I, I have friends and, and I interact with my friends and we text and stuff like that. But it's, it's so rare just to actually have a conversation with someone. So it's been uh, – this has been really nice in, in that sense. So I, I would happily, if we, if you ever thought of a, a second time where you want me to swing back on here, I will happily come back around and, and, um, and do so. Even, even if it's to prove you wrong, cause I am not finished with final fantasy three versus <laughs> seven. I, 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 I knowing if you want to go down that rabbit hole, I can, I can come in with ammo. So, <laughs> well, I am going to ask you what I do want to go down that rabbit hole at some point, man, because, you know, I've done a few, I've called them like the extravaganza shows on, on this show yes. where I've done jaws with Pete Shirey. I've done transformers and back to the future with, um, Chris leader, and there's no reason not to go down a video game rabbit hole with you, my friend. But I want to ask you something because you you just mentioned it, and I'm try- I keep trying to remind myself to bring it back up. But you mentioned you had a virtual boy. Uh yeah. Okay, dude. 
so the ver- you and me apparently were the only two, mind you, but because I had one as well. <laughs> and I remember I said this this story on a on a show of a couple maybe a couple of weeks ago, but I'll say it really briefly here because I just want you because you'll appreciate it because you actually owned one. So you know how the thing was set up on the tripod and all yeah, that, right? So stupid. So it was so dumb. So like when you're when you're playing it, you kind of gotta you know look into it and hunch. It wasn't comfortable. Yeah. Not on any level. So one day I said, well, hell with this, man. Hell with this tripod nonsense. Oh, Cause God. you could take the tripod off. Did you make it like a head mount? Dude, here's what I did. I was living with my roommates at the time <laughs> and I got home from work. I was working at target. This is pre circuit city. I get home and I'm like, well, hell with this. We had this nice big recliner. I took it and I took a belt that you would wear around your waist and I put the I put the headset on. I laid back. <laughs> I put the belt on. I strapped it to my head like a VR console. Now here was the thing: you you remember what those graphics looked like? They were just all red. Yeah, remember it was just red vector graphics. Yes. I mean, the worst thing to look at long term. I ended up playing. I dude, and it was like the dumbest game, like Mario Tennis, you know, or something. <laughs> I played this game for probably like two or three hours and I had this thing strapped to my face. My roommate comes home. And he's like, what in God's name are you doing, man? And I'm like, Oh no, I'm on blame. And I take this thing off my face. Dude, I couldn't see. I couldn't see in color for like an hour and a half. I, I thought I was blind. I couldn't see. I mean, I guess that's why they tell you, like, don't wear it around your head with a belt because you might go blind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I remember there being warnings about, like, it, it told me that I wanted to take breaks every 30 minutes or something like this. Yeah, and I even think, like, in-game, it's like they, they, the message would pop up, time to stop. Oh, <laughs> and you're like, no, yeah, I, think- I need more of this, this horrible experience <laughs> that might make me lose my eyesight. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. that's uh, yeah. I, 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 so that's my virtual boy story. Yes, uh, I, I'll talk about mine later. Nothing, nothing like that. I just remember playing it a lot and just getting eye fatigue. So yeah, and getting like neck strain mm-hmm. and like your back yep. would hurt. Yeah, I know it was a terrible, terrible thought. Well, well, look, man, uh, that was a lot, and I appreciate you coming on. I really do, man. That was that was a lot of fun, and I would like to do another one, and we will go down those rabbit holes because we can easily fill more time if you want my opinion. Oh yeah, I, I am I am one hundred percent on board, and and I certainly appreciate um, being on just because uh, the, the few few mutual friends that we have that I don't consider assholes or jerks all have <laughs> all have said complimentary things about you. So I was like, I I gotta support this guy. I gotta get on this guy's show. Oh well. That's nice to hear. And, and I actually I, and I actually do listen to the show. I've been binging it for the last three or four weeks, and I love it. So nice. I will happily, Thanks, man. I will happily well, jump that, on again. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it, Mike. Well, look, we'll talk again, buddy. Thanks for coming by. All right. Thank you. 